Highlight the topic from love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love legends. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Blonde is coming to us from a secret European location and it's, uh, what, like three or four in the morning there. So no, yeah, no, blonde, no blonde video for the, uh, for the live people tuning in live tonight. But uh, we will be real quiet because I'm sitting right next to my sleeping husband. <laughs> <laughs> we are dedicated to bringing you the duct tape production. That is dedication, folks. Well... Uh, how was your how was your flight over to Europe? Oh, miserable! Oh, never well, flown EasyJet, although that I've never was even heard way. of that. It, it's like the worst airline. We had to they let us through security at Gatwick in London, and then they um, made us check our bags at the gate, even though we had gone through a layover and everything already. And it cost uh, two hundred dollars. You haven't been busted for wrong think yet. Sent back. No, to I was kind of worried though. I was. They were looking at my passport, and I was like, "Ugh, <laughs> everything's fine though." All right. Well, uh, we will carry on as normal, minus the video. Uh, and I, I will I will remind everyone, of course, before I forget, that there is no call-in show next week. Uh, so no, no call-in show on the 21st, but we will be back as normal uh, on the 28th. So thanks for uh, being patient with our, with our one-week lapse. But uh, everyone knows the rules around here. Uh, if you're new to the show, though, there is a link to the Discord server on which we host the show. That's in the YouTube video description. Uh, hop in the Discord server, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first-come, first-served basis, hang out in one of the waiting rooms while you wait. Try to keep your calls to a two- or three-minute uh, length as a gesture of courtesy to your fellow callers. We'll take Super Chat and Streamlabs breaks every half hour. And then uh, we'll close the show with email questions. If you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting in live, send us an email. That's beautyandthebait at gmail.com. Put call-in show question in the subject line, and we'll respond to them in the last half hour of uh, Wednesday's stream. Other than that, let's hop right into it. Uh, what are you feeling charitable? We had two people jump the gun on the, uh, the, the six fifty line. I'll, I'll leave it up to you. Should we be nice or should we be rule Nazis? Uh, what do you want? Do you want to be a rule Nazi? You sound like you want to be nice. So go nuts. Uh, okay. Let's, we'll, we'll let them be brief. How about that? We'll compromise. Okay. All right. Sir, this is a tough one to say, sir. Shadrich, <laughs> sir. Shadrich. Sir Shadrich, you jumped the gun, but you, but I'll let you be brief. If you're ready to go after that, it's critter killer. Oh, can you hear me? Okay. Yep. I'm going to. Okay. All right. I just, yeah, sorry. I, I think that I was technically like four seconds early. So sorry about that. <laughs> all right. Also just wanted to know uh, if you guys had my sagely advice from a few weeks ago. What was that? Uh, to buy AR lowers now while you... Oh, that's right. Um, I don't have any spare lowers laying around. I suppose I could see what the prices are around town. I've seen a lot of good prices online, but I just don't jump on them because I don't want to pay the stupid transfer fee. Right, yeah. No, I, I'm saying with all of the uh, conversations surrounding gun control and stuff, I think that you should stock up on mags and lowers as much as you can hmm. because... Uh, 
it's going to be a, a real shit show coming up. If only to sell them later at a premium price, I suppose. Well, yeah, exactly. You could be one of those cocksucking price gougers, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, any other thoughts before I let you go? Um, oh, yeah. Also, I had a, um, a piece about the uh, is there such a thing as an immoral thought argument? From okay. Like oh, yeah. So you have to be quick, though. Okay, yeah, sorry. So I spoke to a friend of mine, and he said that there is such a thing as an immoral thought or an immoral opinion because that could end up manifesting itself in a lack of a social stigma surrounding an immoral action, which would lead... I just don't like the manifest itself in action uh, line of reasoning because that's, that's how we get to muddling the distinction between speech and, and action and thoughts and action. Right, yeah. No, I, I see where you're coming from. I just thought it was an interesting point. But go ahead sure. and kick me out. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. Yeah. Good luck in your stocking. Your stockpiling, <laughs> right. I should say. Have a good night. All right, take um, care. Blonde, I'm still getting some echo off you, so I don't know. We'll have to figure this out. But um, I got people... My volume's so low, I can barely hear you. Check one, two. I got that other guy echoing off you. Maybe it was just him. Let's see. Because I don't hear it now. I don't hear enough me, only the caller. But, uh, okay, uh, Critter Killer is up next. Critter Killer. Critter Killer, you're good to go if you're ready. Hello. Um, so, I know, thank you for being generous. Uh, I'll be quick. I've, I've been uh, running through the previous episodes, yeah. and I'm on 43, and it sounds like... <laughs> you should stop. What I, <laughs> it's actually what I got to say. You guys have been consistent throughout ever since from day one, and I appreciate that. I really do. And I like that about you guys. It sound it looks like Miss Malevolent was the first super chat ever shouted out for a five dollar super chat. Really, that's an interesting yeah. piece of the of the history of the show. I'll have to credit her the next time we talk to her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's in the roll call today, so you might be able. To oh yeah, she's yeah. We'll probably get to talk to her in a few minutes. I see her down there. Good. Mm -hmm. And one more thing, I was talking with one of my coworkers. He's from South America. I won't say the country or anything. And it sounds like because I, it, there might have been an English problem. Uh, you know, his English is getting better. It sounds like it, there might be a thing of just crossing borders is fairly common without going through paperwork and legal stuff. So I don't know. Maybe it's just a lost in translation deal, but. Is that could that be part of it, perhaps? Uh, I'm not sure I follow. Repeat once more. So it the way the way we were talking, we were talking about immigration and stuff, and mm -hmm. is he sounds like from what I was getting that like if someone wanted to come to his country just to work or whatever, they could they generally do it. Just Wait, who's who's going. his? Who's he? Um, my coworker, he's from a South American country. Okay. I don't want to go into too much detail because, yeah. Um, it sounds like if someone was to come from a neighboring country to his country, he's fine with that, or it's generally okay culturally without okay. perhaps going through the legal system and vice versa. Um, is Maybe it's a cultural thing, or maybe that's part of the reason why there's so many coming through without going through the paperwork and all that to us. I don't know. That's just a theory of mine. 
Huh. I, I mean, maybe it would explain it. I just, uh, yeah, I think, I think if you plan to immigrate to another country, obviously you have to respect the sovereignty of that country and their laws, but, but also the culture of, of that country as well. You know, I would never uh, move to another country and plan to impose my culture on them. That seems kind of backwards. Oh, definitely. He's, he's a good guy. It seems like he generally, from one of the little talking we've had, he sounds like he's generally you know, on board with American values and culture and he's sure. working on his English. And so I, I like him a lot. He's a great guy. So, and he All knows right. what he's doing. Well, thanks, man. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Uh, Blonde, I still got people's, I got Discord. I don't know why. Discord only is echoing back off at you. Here, I moved my computer further away from me. Does that help? Is it coming over the computer speakers or something? Why? Well, I have my headphones in, so there's no way. I wonder why only Discord is feeding into your mic. What if I move my microphone away from me? Uh, that might help. It's definitely feeding back into your mic through some somehow. I don't know how that would be happening, but let's see if we can figure it out. And El Vaquero is up next. Let's see what he has to say. El Vaquero, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Um, I'm going to make a prediction here, and that is that you, Matt, are either going to change your principles or you are going to start applying them a lot more uh, selectively in the world. Hmm. Um, and this gets back to, to human behavior. There's really only two reasons that we cooperate with other people. The first one is genetic. You cooperate with your relatives and the other one is reciprocity based. I scratch your back, you scratch my back. And everything that we're seeing from the left right now completely lacks in reciprocity and applying your principles requires them to reciprocate some, some form of, you know, give and take, and they're not going to do it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I suppose uh, if, if you want to pick apart the weaknesses in the perspective is it, it certainly relies on, um, on extending good faith to people who might not be de either deserving of it or willing to reciprocate it to you, to your point. Um, and it also relies on a faith in persuading people with with reason. And I mean, we've let's debate how effective that is with the rabid left. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the other principle that I will stand by is I will never instigate uh, aggression or violence. But if it comes to me, I don't want to be unprepared. That's oh, that's kind of the philosophy. But I I would say that what the left is doing right now is a winner takes all strategy. I mean, hmm. they're there are costs imposed on us for open borders and we get nothing out of it. There are costs imposed on us for gun control and we get nothing out of it. I mean, so where do you go from there? And I, I think you start sliding more towards blonde on this. Well, certainly the more you talk about fundamental rights being violated, certainly the more you diminish the Bill of Rights, at some point the, a question does come, what country do you want to live in? I, I suppose it's possible that you could dismantle the Bill of Rights through a constitutionally acceptable route or even through a constitutionally questionable route. A nonviolent route might be a better way to say that. Let's say we vote away or a Congress, Congress uh, writes away your free speech laws and your rights to self-defense. And a, a stacked Supreme Court rules, that's just fine. Well, I, Those are the kind of questions where you have to start asking, is that acceptable to you? Would you are you willing to live in that country? And, and there has to be a line where you, unless you're willing to be voted into slavery, basically, and I'm not. Right. And, and there 
going to try to vote us into slavery is what it boils down to. Um, I mean, intersectionality lacks reciprocity. Everything they do is about control, and it's like we get nothing out of it, so yeah. I'm not going to cooperate with them. Period. Well, what's your before we let you go? What's your timeline prediction? How long do you think my principles have? Are we talking months or years? Um, I think as soon as they really start to heat up with, you know, whatever violence or clamping down on speech, like beyond what we're doing today, I think that's when you'll start to change. So probably around or after the 2020 election. Hmm. All right. So I have a little bit. I have a little bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks, man. Um. Blonde, I have to. I had to cut down your sound there because I'm still getting this. What's your favorite? Whoops, I joined the wrong room. <laughs> um, I still, uh, I'm still getting echo off of you. I don't know how this is possible. Is it possible to turn down your Discord volume? Uh, yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on, but somehow Discord only volume is feeding through your microphone. Uh, is it really bad, audience? Let me know because I, your volume is so low that I can just barely hear you in the callers. It's not awful, but it it is a nuisance. Like I personally would not want to listen to it if I was a listener. So you know. Okay. Um, when I'm not talking, I'll move my mic away from my face. That might help. Uh, the, yeah, that might help. Although moving the mic is going to create some noise too, so you'll have to be gentle. But you know, I know, <laughs> I know everyone loves on-air production talk. Appreciate everyone's. Uh, people are saying that they can't hear anything. I mean, I can hear it, so I know it's going to the stream. But it, oh. it is soft. It is soft. But if okay, you're listening good. with headphones, you can probably hear it. Uh, Myth is, uh, or no, sorry, Raglefraggle's up next. Raglefraggle, you're good to go. Hey, what's going on, guys? Not much. How are you? Uh, how are you? Oh, not too bad. Uh, by the way, the sounds, uh, it sounds fine on the stream, but I can hear myself in the... Uh, in the server what the hell yeah there's an echo coming off blonde okay all right well let me take my headphones off so i don't hear myself as bad okay mm. uh, i want to talk about this walmart shooter oh the, this is the el paso I think something he may have done uh, whether he planned it or not i think he he's highlighted this problem with american society that we have the second amendment lined up to where what he did was legal but societally, it's unacceptable. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, of course. Like, I guess I'm a little confused. What? How would that? How would that not be the case? Well, I mean, the Second Amendment. The whole point of it is, if you're in fear of anything, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. You don't have to have justification to walk around with a rifle strapped to you. Um, and go around. Oh, town. oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're talking. You I'm confused. You're talking about Springfield, Missouri, Walmart. You don't need a reason to carry them around with you. You're, you're talking about Springfield. Another thing. I sorry. Can you hear me? All right. Is, this is something that kind of. What is going on here? Mirrors can you hear what, us? Um, what's happening uh, with the culture as far as. I, I don't think you can hear me. Regal, I got to stop you because I don't think you can hear me. Oh, go ahead. Oh, now can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Now. Oh, I, I have point of clarification. I thought you were talking about El Paso, not Springfield. So, Missouri. No, no, uh, Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. Okay. That that's why I was confused about it. This. Everybody's response to it like really pissed me off. I was I was really mad about it. So yeah, I uh, saw that in the chat. So let's uh 
let's back up because I, I was thinking you were talking about El Paso shooter guy who killed people. Not so. So the audience remembers this is the guy who walks into Walmart in Springfield, uh, has an AR. I think he had a handgun on his hip. I can't remember, but he's wearing body armor too, and he's now been charged with a with a terroristic threat. The, although he never, in my understanding, never actually made a verbal threat to anybody. I, it's unclear to me if he ever raised his rifle. I don't think he did. At least I don't see that reported. And No, from what I've read, all he did was he walked around, pushed his cart, recorded himself, and had, like you said, a firearms and body armor. Yeah. Okay, so so what's your overall take then? It, it, I, we're probably on the same page about, like, about the law of the matter, but as far as the ethics of it, what's your take? Okay, so what I'm seeing is it's mirroring this cr- uh, crackdown on the First Amendment. This is kind of what happens. What you do is you make it, you kind of open the door and say, you know, like in the free speech thing, you say, look, we don't, we want a polite society. We don't want people walking around cursing in public, you know, just at random around kids or whatever. It's like, Okay, that sounds reasonable. And then you push it further and further and further. And then you have what happened with Bill Moore, where he says uh, nigger on uh, live TV. And he has to backtrack, even though it was in a joking manner, not necessarily in a slanderous manner or uh, whatever the word is. Racial little slur. Right. So that's my take on it. They're doing the same thing with uh, gun rights. They started with the NFA to take out uh, machine guns because of public nuisances using them and then push it further, further, further. And here we are now where it's in places unacceptable to own a firearm even. Yeah, I mean, I do. I will agree with people that I I do want a culture that is more that is not fearful of the sight of a firearm, for example. That said, mm-hmm. I also think this kid exercised poor judgment, and I know not everybody agrees, but I think that there's... Oh, sure. I'm not going to argue that. He did, yeah. but he is making a point as well. I mean, in the same way, again, I'm not saying he deserves... I'm not even saying he deserves legal penalty, but in much the same way, you can use your free speech rights in ill-advised ways. I think this was probably an ill-advised use of his second amendment rights. They're still his second amendment rights. And I would, I would absolutely want to protect them. Uh, I would not be in favor of any sort of regulation. Walmart as a private entity can stop what he's doing there if they want to. But in terms of punishing him legally, unless he said, unless he made a terroristic threat, I'm not in favor of prosecuting him as a terrorist. Um, it's a, it's a complicated case. It's an interesting one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So gun of the week before we go, uh, real quick. Sure. All right. Tipton nine millimeter Gatling gun. Oh yeah. I, I saw uh, military arms channels videos about a video about this. Is awesome. <laughs> I saw it was making the rounds on Instagram and somebody in the chat. I, I don't know who you are, but if you're out there, shout out to you. But uh, yeah, that's a cool little gun. Uh, I think blonde needs to get a few for her uh, right wing dead squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blonde. If, if you didn't see this, uh, you're familiar with a Gatling gun, right? Yeah. Okay. So it just takes Glock mags, like nine millimeter Glock mags. Oh, nice. You can sit and it's on like tires and stuff. So you can just roll it out and you're <laughs> in front of your fortress and just spin the, what do you call it? A crank on that thing? I've never handled one. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could call it a crank. Yeah. And I was, uh, I look, I saw the video and I was like, I would be willing to pay a silly price for this. And then I looked at the price and I thought, well, nah, I think that's, it's $4,500. Yeah. Moment. It was too silly. It was a little too <laughs> silly, but, uh, but man, if they got the price down to like thousand dollars, Fifteen hundred, two grand, maybe. 
Maybe. You might see a few in my front yard if that's the case. Yeah, it'd be fun. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Thanks. All right. Bye. Good night, guys. Um, okay. I'm still getting the, the feedback, but here's a proposed solution that might work. Uh, you have, you can just click a self mute on Google Hangouts, right? Uh, yeah. You want to just, uh, mute yourself and then chime in whenever you want. Uh, sure, that, that good. way it'll cut down on the feedback when the callers are talking. Okay, it should I'm eliminate it. All right. Uh, next up is myth. But where is Myth? Oh, here he is. Myth, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, Matt. How's it going? <laughs> I saw you You got pulled into the call-in waiting room. I pulled myself in there for a second. Uh, yeah. I do that accidentally every once in a while. Did you hear what we were talking about? No, it was like a split <laughs> second, and I try to be very quick if that happens for that exact reason, because I fear I'm going to click in there and it's going to be like, uh, I don't know, Hitler did nothing wrong. <laughs> Which is no, probably true. No, no. Goose left the server, so we're good. Ah, um, but we were we were talking about some bad things. So mm. good that you didn't. <laughs> um, how are you guys doing? We're all right. How are you? Right, good. Okay, Blonde, how are you? How, how's your vacation? Oh, I'm. Have you started? Real tired. In... Yeah, You're it's tired. been good. Yeah, yeah I just wiped up. Yeah, totally. And it's three a.m. And I'm like, I kind of got adjusted oh. last night, but not not enough. <laughs> yeah. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna talk about like uh, in in the server uh, in the beginning before before I always hang out before the show starts, like an hour or half an hour before, and and I take Photoshop requests from people to make memes <laughs> and then post them in the pictures. Just no porn. You can't do no, porn. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a man I, of I, standards. I remember when Blonde came in here looking to ban someone. She couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it's still controversial, <laughs> I guess. True. Yeah, that guy sucked. Yeah, that guy did suck. We got lots of people in here tonight. That's good. I've seen, seen like new people. Yeah, that's good. I, uh, I was linking the Discord server on the website. Uh, oh, so people can find it on the community page. And I didn't notice, but the, the Discord server has something like 3,500 people who have joined at all time or members. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, that's, um, you know, for people who listen to the show, you know, maybe you have no desire to participate in the call-in show or whatever. But if you listen to the show and you're just looking for people to chat with or like, you know, an online community, yeah. the Discord server has kind of adopted a mind of its own. I'm not super active conversationally on the server, but there's lots of stuff going on on there. Some of it... Uh, well, for better or worse, let's put it that way. <laughs> but the point is, there's yeah. a vibrant community. I mean, a lot of it's trolling. We're we're very nice. We like new people. Me and Legalize are obviously really active, um, and we talk to everyone. I'm always uh, I always love to see new faces. I always greet them nicely. Try to be nice to everyone. Hmm. Um, yeah, like especially when people like join the Minecraft server and stuff. Which Matt, we're trying to get you on. Come on. <laughs> I don't play Minecraft. That's, that's not going to happen. But uh, but yeah, um, I will I will put that on the community page on my website as well if people are interested okay, in nice. that. You guys got to send yeah. me the link. I don't even know how Minecraft oh, okay. works or how to join the uh, server, but we'll, I will put we'll it send, on the community page. We'll send you, it, you get an IP. We'll send you the IP. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, um, that's pretty much all. All right. Well, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, short night. <laughs> all right. Uh, plug thanks for, for, for the, the Clips channel too. Yes, always linked in the description, the Clips channel, if you want shorter standalone clips of this show. Thanks, right, man. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Gannon is up next. 
Gannon, you're good to go if you're ready. Roger. What's on your mind? Gannon. G'day, guys. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, thanks. G'day, guys. Uh, look, I've just recently started listening to your show, and uh, I just thought it's pretty good the way you engage directly with your audience like this in a live sort of way. So I thought I'd uh, give you sure. a Discord thing a go and call in. Sure. Well, thanks for tuning in, and thanks for calling. Can you hear me there all right? Yeah. Do you, you might have your stream. Do you have your stream running right now? If so, you might want to mute yeah, that. Yeah, stand by one. Yeah, mute the stream, and then uh, that'll help. Okay, that stream's muted. Can you hear me there? Yep. Uh, yeah, you'll you don't uh, for future reference definitely don't have the stream running while you're calling in because then you'll hear us you'll hear us twice basically. <laughs> It'll get confusing. Yeah. Okay, so you got me there. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Cool. Um, so look, um, look. Originally, given your economics background, blind, I was going to talk about something really boring like quantitative easing or something. But I thought that'd be um, pretty lame for a first sort of um, discussion. So. I'd rather go a little bit deep and controversial. Um, I've seen some of your recent videos, Blonde, which I found really interesting. Uh, in particular, you did a great job with E. Michael Jones recently, Thank a couple you. of weeks Thank ago. You so, so well done on that. Fantastic Thanks. interview. Um, and judging by the evisceration you described receiving in the comments section, it appears to me that even amongst conservatives, there's like an unfortunate lack of appreciation of this profound influence that the Catholic Church has had on our Western civilization. I mean, basically, they built the foundations of the West, and I think that that seems to be really underappreciated. So that's a bit of a comment, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was also going to talk to you a bit specifically, um, both of you, about some particular issues that affect our society, but rather getting sort of bogged down on anything particular. Hmm. I thought it's worth sort of zooming out and talking big picture, and you can, I mean interject and comment on this if you like, but um, I think when whether we're talking about mass shootings, pedophilia, abortion, contempt for the constitution, or any of the other myriad ills affecting our culture, I don't think you're going to see an end to this decay unless there really is a widespread return to these foundational Christian principles. I think that's kind of fairly self-evident to me. Um, hmm. Any thoughts on that? Uh, well, can you, can you outline the principles for me? Like top three, top five, or the, the, the values that you're referencing specifically? Okay. So basically I'd say that, um, I reckon that, uh, in an increasingly disorientating clown world, it's important for people to really grasp the fact that these problems aren't isolated issues. They're, they're basically a predictable symptom of a society that's really turned its back on, on its foundational Christianity. Hmm. I reckon um, I wouldn't say people should return to the faith with the expressed goal of improving society. But I think that if you have individuals truly seeking their own salvation and indeed the salvation of those around them, you're going to get a drastically improved society as yeah. a natural byproduct well, of that. As somebody who's certainly no uh, religious expert, and, and I'm not really a, a spiritual or, or a person of faith, but the one thing that you're hitting on that I think is, is desperately needed is some sort of purpose beyond oneself. I think we have a, a grotesquely narcissistic society right now. Uh, I was watching um, Ninja Warrior the other night, just watching some BS TV while eating dinner. And uh, one of these women doing the whole, I don't know, jungle gym routine thing, they do the obstacle course. She had a shirt on that said, be your own hero, something to that effect, or I'm my own hero or whatever. And it's just like the, the second we start worshiping self like that, I think it's very, very bad for society. Mm. 
Uh, we, we have to get back to, I, I don't know if Christian faith is the answer, but it certainly has worked out well historically. There has to be some purpose beyond oneself, something you're working towards that's bigger than you. And if it's yeah. just, I'm my own hero, yeah, okay. That's how we end up with a, a lot of problems. I'm inclined to agree. And I think the reason people are so resistant to it is that it makes them evaluate their own sense of morality, which was my previous mm. hang up with the Catholic Church, because I really just didn't want to do an evaluation of like the garbage person I had become. Mm. <laughs> So I think that that's the real resistance, but you're probably right. I mean, I, I don't really see a way that we can, we clearly can't have a strong sense of morality without Christianity. We've failed. Like we tried, we failed. Like we need a stronger framework. Yeah. And how are you going on that journey, Blonde? You're sort of kind of partway through it by the sounds of it. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I'm working on it. Uh, I'm back at church and everything, and I've, I've gone to confession, and that was really cathartic. But, like, I'm still finding a lot of resistance within myself uh, as well. And then, like, I have, like, a contentious relationship with God, too, which is something I need to work on. Um, like, I just don't understand why bad things happen, and I have a really difficult time not like only putting the good things on God. It's been a real struggle, but you know, I'm doing it. I think that's probably the I important think we're part. all on that journey though. You're not alone there. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of weird that I'm talking about this to be honest, because I don't even come from a, a Catholic background as a kid, you know, like I wasn't raised in a, in a Christian family, but it's been in my later years. So yeah, I, I think that you're certainly not alone there. Um, one thing that people, just before I finish up, um, sure. St. Augustine, like 1600 years ago, said something to the effect of, you made us for yourself, O oh Lord, and our heart is restless until it finds its rest in thee. And I think that people should perhaps reflect on that a little bit, that as we progress through this, I guess, veil of tears that we're in, we're never going to be fully satisfied in, 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 the, in the world. Like, it's always going to be tough. We're always going to have that hole that needs to be filled. And then, like you said, Matt, I agree, you can't fill it with yourself. Yeah. It needs to be um, a, a greater perspective on things, you know, so... Mm. Anyway, I don't want to get right. preachy, but I just thought no, I'd No, yeah, th it. thanks for the deep thoughts, man. I'll zoom in on something a bit more specific if I call another time. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for tuning in, and thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Thank you. See thanks, you later. Okay, uh, we're due for our first break, if you want to hop into that one, and we'll get back to calls after that. Sound good? Sure. I'm not muted, am I? No. No, oh. I'll yell at you if you are. We're oh, good over on uh, Streamlabs. Deep Center Field Press, the sanity in the insane world. Take my money. Thank you. Oh, well, thanks. Um, I can't read Kevin Flanagan. Y your whispering yeah. is making me want to whisper. What is this? I need to, I don't have, there's nobody sleeping right next to me. <laughs> I can speak at full volume. What am I doing? I don't want my husband to wake up to Kevin Flanagan. Super. <laughs> uh, He's going to get you in trouble. Yeah. For real. Oh, this one's not too bad. Uh, being anti-rap is racist. Rap is part of black culture. Everywhere blacks live, rap rates are through the roof. Black black rapers like Bill Clinton are cultural icons. I see. <laughs> um, Abed said, is it animal abuse if a woman allows her dog to mount her? What? Allows? Uh, that's a weird question. I don't know. Uh, I let Caesar hump my other dogs all the time and like videotape well, it. But mount you. That's the question. Dogs hump things. They want to hump things. So I'm animal go abuse. Is it possible to oh, abuse something by leaving it to its own devices? I don't think so. There is negligence, but um, yeah, what's the definition or what's the difference between negligence and leaving something alone? I don't know. 
um, Fang Zane said, as a student of Scrotewort School of Spellcraft and Sorcery, known as Quad S, bibbity boppity women are property. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're kind of you're kind of thinker. Uh, mandatory carry at work can't watch listen to that stock up advice read my email keep fighting thank you have you put thought to that yet by the way not just like moving beyond the 19th which seems like settled at this point women is property you, you, um, <laughs> you put thought on that one I can't go that far it's okay. too far too far well, if we found the line you cock on women as property I do I do uh, okay. mandatory carry at work can't watch oh I just read that one just in case says if blonde isn't on camera braid her hair or no uh, no Hmm. Kevin Flanagan says a libertarian to far right pipeline is real. Just admit you're not social already. You queer boomer golem. I assume he's talking to you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Expert well, I suppose talk to me. If El Vaquero is right, talk to me in a couple of years. Yeah, we'll right. This question is for Matt. What kind of governmental systems do you think would be more appropriate for gay dick balls, boobs? <laughs> what? What, what does it even mean? I, I don't I know. Like, I thought it was going to be a serious question for a second. Ah, you guys. Uh, Allegiant uh, Supertramp. Yeah. For those who are upset that there's no braid porn tonight. I know. I also look like I got dragged by a car. Standard wins. R.I.P. Uh, Big Elsie, I have two words to say to the fig now that he's about to be fired from Vox Media. Womp womp. Who's gonna oh, be yeah, yeah. Did you hear about that? No. Uh, it sounds like Carlos Maza is negotiating a severance package from Vox, although it's not clear if he's leaving or if he's being fired. Did he fondle somebody's genitals? Apparently, I haven't read in detail, but he not only had the scuffle with Crowder, but apparently he's been going aggressively at Tucker Carlson on this white supremacist nonsense. And uh, for whatever reason, one or both parties want to split. Oh, geez. Uh, just in case Matt and I made love, he pulled my trigger. I shot in his eye. This is so embarrassing. Read H. Uh, just heard Matt's future guest host talk porn for 30 minutes tonight. Blonde might need to step up her spicy takes or lose oh, her. Oh, talking about, uh, yeah, because uh, Rose Millennial, Roman. I think, was she was streaming about Mia Khalifa or something. I saw it oh, before really? when I was setting up. Um, yeah. Okay, we're, we'll, we'll circle back. We're good. Okay, and thanks to our uh, top supporters over on DLive, Nyan, Darth Jones, and Mystery. Thanks for supporting the show over there, guys. I will do the treasure chest uh, at the during the next break. Don't let me forget, Blonde. Eight, well, top of the hour, uh, treasure chest. Okay, uh, Spanners is up next. I'm going to try to keep on the clock here because we, we've been doing a poor job lately. So I'll try to keep my uh, try to keep my timer going. Spanners, you're good to go if you're ready. Good evening, Matt and Blonde. How are you guys doing tonight? We're well. How are you? Good. How are you? Cannot complain. Uh, easy topic. Oh, uh, sorry. What? Oh, geez. <laughs> As I drop my phone trying to set up a timer. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, easy topic. What is your your guys' take on the uh, bill that uh, Mr. Chuck Schumer wants to put through about uh, body armor? I haven't read the details, but I assume it's regulating body armor. Like, what is it banning or is it regulating it like guns? What's the deal? Uh, the most I can find right now, because obviously there's not many details, uh, is that he wants uh, everyone to go ask the FBI for permission. No. I oppose 100%. I mean, body armor is is not even a weapon per se. Like it's strictly defensive. I guess Would if you, you agree? use it, I guess if you use it, it maybe it, it it's an accessory to an offensive crime like if you're if you're a mass shooter and you're wearing the armor, I guess. But 
but I, I don't know. I, I would not be in one. I don't think it's going to have any effect. And two, I think it's, it's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess the question is, does, does body armor fall under the second amendment? That's an interesting question. I haven't thought about. I, I would I, tend to uh, say that it does. Cause if you look at traditional and even modern you know, dictionary definitions, uh, arms, uh, is defined as weapons of offense or armor for defense. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't, uh, I wouldn't be in favor of this, at least on a surface level. I, I don't see how it would accomplish anything. And I think it's, again, just another, if not an infringement on the second amendment, a, an aggression against your fundamental right to self-defense. And I don't, I don't, I'd have to see the evidence. Is there evidence out there that body armor has made shooting events significantly worse? Uh, well, the Dayton guy had body armor apparently. But did it, was that a factor in... In, in no. his det- in <laughs> detaining him, I mean the the cops gunned his ass down pretty easily. Well, he was captured, right? He's alive. Is, the, uh, we're talking or, about the oh, guy. Oh, 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 sorry, El Paso survived. Dayton did not. I'm confusing them. That's my understanding. So El Paso was not wearing armor. He just had ear protection on. He didn't want to hurt his ears. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. think that's the case. Yeah. But, oh, uh, yeah. So the the Dayton guy was down in 30 seconds from his first shot, right? 30, 30 seconds or less. I mean, the, yeah. the cops were right there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to read it, but I'm not inclined to. Let's just say I'm going. I'm going into that reading <laughs> skeptical of Chuck Schumer to keep me safe from these things. I think I'll make those decisions for myself. So, so morality and legality aside, do you think it's going to end up going anywhere? I mean, we've seen similar things uh, when we talk about. Uh, bump stocks and, and suppressors and, and everything, you know, things that aren't actually guns. Well, I think the Democrats have an insatiable appetite to restrict literally any weapon you put before them uh, or a defensive mechanism like that. Do the, the question, it would be what Republicans do. I could see it. I could see it. Republicans looking for another bone to throw at gun control activists, just like the bump stocks, even though that was extra legislative that went through just Trump's DOJ, which was another reason why it's totally bullshit. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess I wouldn't be shocked if such a thing happened. Yeah, that, that sounds about right to me. Anyway, like I said, easy topic. Hmm. Well, I'll have to I'll have to look into it some more. And if you see any updates on it as it as yeah, it uh, develops in the legislature, let us know. Yeah, I'll be sure to do that. All right, All right thanks, thanks guys. Have a good yeah. night. See you later. Have a good night. You got thoughts on body armor, blonde? I don't know. I mean this this Walmart case really made me evaluate things. That's the you're talking about the Missouri one, the kid yeah. who walked in. I mean, it's not protected under two A. I don't know, though. Is, has that ever been decided? I mean, it's not expressly protected under 2A. I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to read what the term arms meant at the time. See what, okay. see what that generally included. Eastern Promise, you're good to go. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey. All right. How are you? Very good. Um, just going to mute my stream. Uh, blonde, by the way. Easy jet, total cancer. Avoid it if you can. Oh, God, it was so terrible. Right. It was like the worst flying experience I've ever had. Mm. <laughs> I'm surprised you, uh, you know, didn't have to pay extra for, for water or something. But um, yeah. Anyway, so you guys want to talk uh, Epstein or, or are you sick of sick of that already? No, well, you, if no. you got Epstein deep cuts, man, if you got like, sure. it's not, you got some spicy Epstein takes. I'm always down. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if it's spicy. It's actually it's spicy. It's it's actually kind of uplifting. So, hmm. it, you know, I I haven't actually kept up with the the Emerson narrative too much, but uh, you know, it just seems like across the board nobody is buying this, right? So, it's the biggest political and the biggest security scandal in decades, and people are pissed. So it just kind of makes me think, you know, sort of like Occupy Wall Street at the beginning. Is this an event that can actually sort of unite the left and the right? <laughs> I saw that <laughs> meme out there with the white arm and the black arm, and it was the left and the right, and they were, they were you know, grasping hands on Epstein conspiracy theories. Yeah, it's, right, uh, right. Maybe. I mean, I don't... I, it, as we've talked about many times, I just... There has to be more to this story. I think that's kind of common opinion. I'm not going to go so far as to accuse specific people without evidence, but the story well, as delivered so far just seems wildly implausible. And it's like, um, I know generally you're, you don't have to attribute malice or a conspiracy theory when general incompetence could explain what happened. But the thing is, there's so many layers. If I'm, if I'm to believe incompetence about all these guards breaking protocol and sleeping on the job and uh, right. not checking him every half hour like they're supposed to and apparently giving him a sheet with which to hang himself or whatever, transferring the, the, the pris his, his cellmate away, it's just it's so many layers of incompetence, and that's why it's difficult for me to accept. If it's one guy made a mistake, whoopsie, okay, yeah, that can happen. This is, this is layered, yeah, and, and that's why it's difficult to say to accept it as reported. Sure. And, uh, you know, let alone the amount of people that he conceivably has dirt on and sure. the fact that anybody really could have done this. So so here's a little here's a little exercise that I went through. So so I was, I was thinking about this and I was um, trying to find some positive in this. So I ran a I ran a little bit of a test and I reached out to the most left leaning and politically active person that I know. And I asked her, okay, well, first of all, do you accept the the BS narrative? Do you think there needs to be a thorough investigation here? Because this guy was obviously a pedo creep and, you know, he got offed by very complicit, powerful people. Mm -hmm. And not only did she agree, but I also asked her to reach out to the most that she most disagrees with politically. Mm and do the same thing and kind of play chain reaction. Interesting. Interesting experiment. And actually on person number six right now. And the amazing thing is, is that people are actually talking to each other again. Well, Hey, right? that's, that is, that is a point of uh, encouragement. Like you were saying, whatever those points of commonality are, man, you got to cherish those these days. Right. You got to maximize right. those. So that that actually is pretty cool that you found something like that. Even even if it's pedos. <laughs> well, it's a dead pedo in this case. That's that's a You're point right. of optimism. Yes, no better pedo, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but All we right. could have used him to find other pedophiles. True. True. So uh Matt, last word on something. Um, All right, you'll have to be Susan quick though. Susan Wiki Wiki. Yeah. It's it's actually Wojcicki. Uh no, that is that is incorrect. I reached out to her. <laughs> What is she like? I don't know what her ethnicity is, like Eastern European okay, or something. Well, it's funny you bring that up. So, so it's a Polish name, hmm. even though she's a member of the tribe. So, you know, as, as you probably know, there used to be a lot of Jewish people in Poland until some people did something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, man. Enjoy your vacation, blog. <laughs> Have a good night. Oh, my gosh.
Oh, I keep talking and real, not realizing my mic. I was going to say you didn't have a reaction on that one. Yeah, I was laughing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, winky, winky. Uh, Magic Sky Fairy is up next. Magic Sky Fairy, you're good to go. Oh, hi. How's it going? What's on your mind? Right. Sorry. Uh, I've always got the stream going, and then uh, anyway, uh, I have a story. Okay. Um, and I'm going to try to tell it impartially because a lot of it is when people tend to do this, they're like, and can you believe these bitches? But uh, I'm, I'm going to the steel man approach as opposed to straw man. I'll try that. Sure. So I, I got dragged to a couples thing, uh, eight of us total, four couples. And um, the guy who owned the house was pretty right wing. But other than that, it's just all leftists, basically. And uh, I guess I casually used the word tranny at some point. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I was describing how I got Facebook banned. I use I use that word just in a conversation, not even like "fuck these trannies." Just like, here's the reason why trannies do X, Y, or Z. Sure, um, academic. Right. I mean, yeah. I was I, the specific context was about why male to female is more common than female to male. Mm. Uh, anyway, which anyway it should be obvious for anybody who's researched that, but whatever. Uh, so this guy's wife turns to me and says, uh, hey, that that is a racial, or sorry, not a racial slur, but that, that is a slur, right? You understand mm -hmm. that that is like the N-word for transgendered people, right? <laughs> it's like calling someone Fredo. It's that bad. Sure. <laughs> it's yeah. like Fredo. It's exactly like that. Uh, yeah. So I, I just turned around and, I was, and basically everybody's watching because, you know, there's only so many people there and it's a very heated moment. And I was just like, um, I, I politely refused to do that. Uh, and... I gave basically my libertarian reason of how about you use the words you want and I'll use the words I want. And, you know, let's not be like knee-jerk reaction to words here. Let's be offended by ideas rather than words. Like, you know, and she, I guess, just said, yeah, but, you know, you know, you're offending the people here. Other people don't have that perspective and you're offending them uh, and creating a hostile environment when you use that kind of language. Hmm. Um, and Was she I the said, homeowner or was she just a person? No. No, she's, it's actually, she's the wife of the the one wife's brother who's there. Did she Sorry. have any sort of authority over the group? I mean, generally, I'm willing to defer to people's rights mm. to run their club how they see fit. But if it's just an offended lady, then who gives a No, shit? it's just an offended lady, basically. Yeah. Um, and I basically, and then, so her and her cucked husband, well, <laughs> that's my interjection. That's a slur then, too. Did you say that? First, I did. I didn't say oh, I did not no. use the word cuck that night. Oh. Um, I, in fact, I, I, I avoid it because I know how it's basically like anytime you like, like Rosie O'Donnell, like attacks Trump and then he says anything back and then that's the headline. I feel like that would happen to me yeah. uh, with me being Trump in the scenario. So they basically called me a bigot in that word. Like they used that <laughs> word saying, uh, I think you're a bigot. And then that's what the husband said that too. And then I said, okay, well, you're, you're both entitled to your opinions. Um, obviously I don't agree, but, uh, I wish you a good night. And I, I think that pissed them off even more that I stayed really kind and polite about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was just unwavering. And then, uh, so now my fiance is like super pissed at me. He's like, how could you make that scene and all this other stuff? Oh no. Does she agree with you generally or are you at oh, odds no, her on... perspective? She's totally, um, I don't think she gives a shit. Like she's sort of like your typical normie, right? Ah, she's just mad at you for maybe creating conflict as opposed to your perspective. Right. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't really give a shit either way. She doesn't yeah. care that I have my own opinions. Like if she did, that would already be a deal breaker. But like, she's just like, can you just keep it in your pants? Just like, <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, when we're going out to these social things, like around your friends, fine. But this was my couple's like gotcha. thing. 
So she's saying, can you not do that stuff? So I want to hear from both of you. I think Blonde and you might have diverging opinions or maybe United. I don't know. But what, what would you do in that situation? You want to go first, Kay? Um, well, my policy generally on this sort of stuff is I will, uh, I don't know the context in which this came up. I generally don't talk politics with people socially unless they explicitly want to. And it's not like slurs or, or not. It's just like, I'm going to keep my opinions to myself unless you want to talk about my opinions. At which point, let's go. I don't know the context in which this came up. Were you, were you, was somebody wanting a conversation about transgender people? If so, then... Yeah, I think you're kind of licensed to say what you believe to be true. Uh, and that's that's the route I would take. Uh, basically, every time I have a conversation like this in a sensitive environment, I sort of double check. I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to talk politics? Because it tends to ruin things. And if they say yes, then I go for it. Um, so I tend to be pretty laid back. I, I'm not out to impose my views on anybody. But if they want to talk about it, I'll give it a go. And I, I won't hold much back. That's my general approach. Do you do you differ, Blonde? No, I mean, it's probably the best way to maintain your relationships. Um, but then sometimes I just talk about whatever I want. Shouldn't that be the basis of friendship? You should just be able to say whatever you want. What yeah, you I mean, in this case, it sounds like you're kind of talking acquaintances, maybe. This just is like, a loose acquaintance. Yeah. yeah. There's a close friend that was like beside us, and they said, oh, man, that whole thing, that really awkward moment bummed us out. Uh, you know, we're okay uh, with you. Yeah, I'm probably with Matt. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. fine. Fine. <laughs> so basically, yeah. uh, just take it easy in these situations. Uh, and yeah, don't even I, talk I, I do draw a line. Like, don't let anyone shame you for your beliefs. But again, if they are, that's them bringing the fight to you. And that's kind of that's kind of my approach. Like, I don't I don't bring the fight to anybody. But if you want, if you bring the fight to me, I guess let's talk about it. Let's go. All right. Uh, well, the specific context, I think we we're talking about social media and I was explaining why I got banned. And she was not actually in ah, the conversation. I was talking to her husband, I think. Gotcha. And she was off on a tangent. Con- I didn't even know she was listening. But I guess ah. she heard me. And she said, you have used that word a couple times now, and it's offensive, and it hurts people, and, you know, whatever. Yeah, so, I don't know. yeah. All right. Well, good luck navigating these uh, difficult social scenarios. Sure. Thanks, thanks, thanks for calling in, man. Have a good one, guys. Thanks. See you later. Dell is up next. I wonder what Maud would do in such a predicament. Where's Dell? Here he is. Dell, you there? Hey, hey, how y'all doing? We are all right. What's on your mind? Okay, before I say anything, I just want to be clear uh, in case certain people are listening. Now, despite her years in Washington, D.C. back in the 90s, Maude has no information at all on the Clintons. In fact, she admires Hillary greatly. I heard she's a huge fan. No, no, no. She's got nothing about Hillary, nothing about Bill, and also she burned them photos that involved the box of cigars and the livestock. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for the clarity. Just making sure that people who are listening know that. <laughs> oh man, what a week! Let me tell you something. Everybody in the mad, every, everyone in the mad uh, family is mad at me for some reason or another. I don't know why. Maude got all upset this week, claiming that everybody ignores her and that I never listen to her. You know, or mm-hmm. you know, something like that. I guess I, I think that's what she said. And then <laughs> okay. Dale Jr.'s mad. I mean, he he he's mad he got his hunting license suspended after that incident at the zoo a couple of weeks ago. Oh, well, what did he? What what was his trophy? Did he at least bag something good? No, no. This is at the. Uh, I'm sorry, not the zoo. The uh, the aquarium where uh, they kicked this <laughs> out because uh, well, he can't operate the safety. I told you that. I don't understand what the big commotion was. Does he about. shoot through the glass or what does he no, do? No, no. He wasn't going to do it. That's why I don't. That's why I don't I understand see. why they kicked this out. And then they took his license away. So he's not. <laughs> okay. he's, he's really upset about that. Yeah. yeah. 
He's all crying. I lost my license. Wah, wah, wah. Where's my bottle? Zeke's all mad because he, uh, he got mad because uh, he put all his money in the stocks, like I told you. And uh, that didn't quite work out because all them slanders he got in his neck and wrist. So after he got himself unlocked, he went and got one of them GoFundMe pages going. But uh, apparently all people told him was to go fund yourself or something like that. <laughs> well, he's doing it wrong. Too. What you do if you need money is you draw a backward swastika on your garage door. Oh, that that's is, well, I, I think I saw on that in your feed. That might be a good uh, tip. That's for a good money. strategy. Might look into Proving. that maybe. Yeah. One good thing, by the way, I, I, mean, I think this is a good thing to happen. That a lot of people are giving blood uh, after all these things going on in the country, mm-hmm. which is good to see that people are, uh, you know, stepping up and being good. I, I gave blood downtown uh, downtown last week, as a matter of fact, myself. And um, yeah, I've never gone through that neighborhood again. I'm never going there again. Um, <laughs> what by the neighborhood way, was that? <laughs> I don't want to even think about it. It was a red light <laughs> district. Uh, I didn't even know we had a red light district. Next gotcha. thing I know, there's a knife in my face. Um, <laughs> okay. Just want to let you know that tonight is the uh, Jackson Hole Rodeo. So if you go to YouTube and search for Jackson Hole, there's a live camera there, and you get to see yourself a rodeo and see people on bulls and horses. Is that true? Jackson, yes, that is all very jokes true. aside, Jackson is a wonderful town. I, Jackson I, I, I is really cool. I'm to go there sometime myself, actually. Yeah, it's awesome. Highly recommend. It looks great. The cameras and, and, the, and the skiing, even though I don't think I can ski these days, but yeah. uh, one of these days I think I want to go. Yeah, it's but, sweet. Uh, anyway. I, I, it's uh the Grand Tetons are like they're almost fake in how pretty they are. It's like uh, someone made a mountain range for a movie or something. Those webcams are um, are amazingly hypnotizing. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll have them on and pretend like it's a, it's a wind outdoors, so I feel like I'm in the mountains and I'm rich and everything, even though I'm yeah. not. You know, it's just double wide. Uh, but anyway, the, the yeah, so the the radio site and uh, it's very cool. I I watched it last week and uh, they have a roping contest where two two fellows will run will uh be on horseback trying to rope the steer but uh somehow they can't rope that steer the the rope keeps falling off uh so i made a suggestion to them i said they ought to invest in some of that jesse smollett rope because apparently that stuff stays on for hours all right get out of here all right y'all take care have a good night (laughs) golden leaf is up next that Jesse Smollett, his noose was uh, was really thin rope too. Like they didn't even buy the high quality like rope. Yeah, yeah, it was it was the cheapest crap possible. I don't even know if it was strong enough to to hang Jeffrey Epstein. Probably would have broke. Ah, <laughs> uh, Golden Leaf. Where's Golden Leaf? Here we go. Golden Leaf, you're good to go if you're ready. Hello. What's on your mind? Uh, not much. A uh, little bit of update, Matt. I talked to my boss uh, today. About oh, this it. is the guy who didn't like my video or whatever, said I was yeah. making Republican talking points? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he won't be able to no, talk. And he said he wants to do a bit more research on you, so that way he's not one of those people who gets schooled. And I looked at him like, you've been watching way too many Ben Shapiro videos. <laughs> Because I think that's where he's getting it from. Like he thinks you're like the next Ben Shapiro, and you're gonna show it on YouTube or something. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm and I'm not even trying. To, that's not my aim. I think uh, even if, as I'm always looking for, let's say this. Let's say he watches that video and he has he he believes it's incorrect for points A, B, and C. Even just write them down. You can you can email them to me, or you could uh, read them on the air or whatever. Uh, I'm interested in that sort of thing from people who believe that the points of fact are incorrect yeah and i'll make sure to ask that and anyways uh all right so do you want to talk about 
uh, this is going to be a weird topic. Anime or... No. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, no. It's nothing ridiculous. It's nothing ridiculous. Next. I think Juan would like it. <laughs> it shows. It shows like a Death Squad. So <clears> next. Like okay. Okay. But um. All right. What about video games? Yes, video games. All right. So I've been playing this for a couple of weeks or so. It's called Ark Survival Evolved. Okay. It. It's like you get to tame dinosaurs and stuff. It's pretty cool. I like it. And, you know, I was wondering what. If you would be interested in that type of game, like, would you ever play a game where you have to start out with, like, stone tools, or you have to pick up stone, like, punch a tree every now and then just to get hurt? <laughs> I think I've heard of this I, game, I, actually. I've never played it. My video game time is so limited these days that I just, if it's, yeah. um, if it's like an RPG kind of game where it's about leveling up your character and developing skills and building things, I just basically have no time for that sort of thing anymore. I, when I do play video games... Um, you know, like I'll play the new Call of Duty when it comes out and stuff. The stuff that I can sit down for like a half hour or an hour and just turn yeah. my brain off. That's kind of my that's kind of my game now. Uh, so I just I don't I don't sit and put hours and hours into a game anymore. Yeah, because right now when I leave for work, uh, me and these two other tribes I'm aligned with, like we're like a massive tribe. We're gonna go raid this one dude because <laughs> we no because we found his base and it's like huh. So we were talking strategy, so we're like making rocket launchers, grenades, all that stuff. Just For one guy? It's a massive tribe, though. He has like a massive base with turrets, oh, like automated turrets. So our plan is to rocket uh, the turrets so we can destroy them and then hopefully get down there safely. But hopefully, and I hope the loot's going to be amazing for what we need. All right. Final thought for me if you want to. Um, yeah, I just hope... Uh, it's not really a thought, it's just a thing, just blonde. I hope you enjoy your vacation. Hope Thank everything you so goes much. well. And don't worry, my deaf squad is going to be watching you to make sure you're safe. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thanks. All right, take enjoy, care, your, enjoy your caveman raid. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, he's actually in a cave, too. Shut up, Siri. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I don't... Well, don't be Siri, rude to her. Siri was activated. You know, um, I saw, I don't know if this is accurate, but I saw some people saying that if you ask Siri uh, how old Chris Cuomo is, it was coming back as uh, Fredo Cuomo. Let me tell Hey, Siri. How old is Chris Cuomo? No, well, I guess not. Can you, you said Chris. Oh. I haven't seen. I've seen it in the news, but I haven't. I, it. It's not working for me. Siri just said Chris Cuomo is forty-nine. I think. All right, whatever. You guys age. take care then. All right. Thanks, man. This Chris Cuomo thing. What? What is? Oh, going uh, okay. So, um, basically, the the quick su uh, summary is some. I guess a heckler, if you want to call him that, somebody confronted Chris Cuomo in public, and called him Fredo, which is a reference to The Godfather. And Chris Cuomo freaked out and said, Fredo is an ethnic slur for Italians, like the N-word. And but said, I'll throw your punk ass down the stairs. And kind of like had violent threats against him. My general take is like, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of uh, confronting people in public for ridicule. Uh, in yeah. the same way, I don't like it when they do it to Ted Cruz at a restaurant. That said, imagine if Ted Cruz had said to people at that restaurant, fuck you, I'll throw you down the stairs. Yeah, people would have freaked out. Yeah, Chris Cuomo rants for like two minutes, and there's a lot of swearing and a lot of threats. Oh, I guess I should watch it. It's it's funny. Uh, yeah, it's worth a watch. 
Okay. Um, let's take one more call before we take a break. Uh, Kyle, the blind musician, get a word from him before we take our top of the hour break. Kyle, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, man, blonde. How are you doing? We're all right. How are you? I'm good. Um, I wanted to actually talk to you about 2A. Um, and sure. more, spe- more specifically, what are your thoughts about uh, blind people caring? Uh, I guess I haven't thought about it. I, um, I don't. Thoughts about top- what? Blind people carrying a firearm for protection. Oh. Um, I, I don't see any reason why you should be limited in your rights because of your disability. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be comfortable with that standard um, for anything else, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, I, maybe you start to think about limitations when someone, I guess you get into these questions. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> no, I, it's, no, it's, it's a whole box. So it's a that is to say, if I'm going to tell you that you're limited in your constitutional rights because of your, your blindness disability, that opens up a, a standard that I'm not comfortable with mm-hmm. for all sorts of potential disabilities, mental, right. physical, whatever. Um, mm. I don't know. Like, if you wanted to get a... What, what states do you live in, if you're comfortable sharing? Uh, I'm in Florida. Okay, so if you want to get a concealed carry permit in Florida, are you restricted in any way because of that? Uh, as far as I can tell, no, I mean, you know, I'm no lawyer by any means, but like I've taken yeah. a look at the laws and the only restrictions on concealed carrying is being physically incapable of operating a firearm, which I'm not, I've been shooting I before. I see. Okay. Um, and so like I looked, I'm like, I don't think that would apply to me because well, I can and, operate a firearm. And, and yeah, I mean, here, like we've talked about before, your disability puts you in a, a, public vulnerability as well that is Mm -hmm. to say like someone can come up and mug you potentially with greater ease i I would assume Mm -hmm. um that said i don't know i don't know i guess i'm thinking like in a situation (laughs) like this are are you confident that you could uh neutralize a threat or or operate a, a firearm safely in such a circumstance and i don't even know that that negates your second amendment right i just wonder do you think it would be of use to you Right, like if, it's, if it's just not even so much a legal matter, if it's just a practical matter. Right, would it help you? Would, do you want to carry, I suppose, is what I'm asking. Yeah, um, from what I've read, like the stats, like most crimes, like like it's something like 80% of crimes or 90% of crimes take place within nine feet. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's something I could manage. I can manage a shot at nine feet. Um, for me personally, I probably would get a concealed carry um, uh, firearm, but I also thought about, like, I also would maybe if uh, con- consider getting. I don't even know if I can though. Getting a concealed carry knife, but I don't. Why? Know if I can why wouldn't do you that. be able to? Um, I just. I'm not sure specifically how the laws work for uh, uh, blades in my in my state as opposed yeah. to firearms. I know for sure I can do concealed carry firearms. I'm not sure how it is because I know for in. I, I can't remember what state it was, but like you can't have a blade that's longer than six inches. But I think that might have been open carry, not concealed carry. I'm not, you know, I'd have to look into it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't have a, I don't have immediate thoughts because I haven't put a lot of of thought to this. But it does probably be safer to have a knife, more effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess the questions I'm thinking about are even beyond practicality or effectiveness. Should one's rights be limited because of, um, in this case, physical disability? And and right. is his disability does that make him necessarily more of a a, a risk to the public um, any more so than like a guy who happens to be hot headed is carrying a right. firearm a guy with poor judgment 
who or, is is too trigger happy to be carrying a mm-hmm. firearm, those sorts of things. I, 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 I would be inclined not mm-hmm. to restrict people's rights based on disability unless there's some demonstration right. that their disability makes them inherent an inherent public threat. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I wouldn't even go as far to say like, you know, something like, you know, someone has poor judgment or something. I would say like, what if someone's just a poor shot? Does that yeah. know, refrain them from being able to- Like me, carry? I still suck with a handgun. <laughs> <laughs> I am working on it. But, that, but point taken, like, that the, the reality is if you were ever in position to take that shot you need to one be confident in your ability to hit and two mm-hmm. in your case you need to know what's beyond your target too right i mean the, you, that's the other side is is in exercising your rights and your right to self-defense you are still liable for collateral damage that you create mm-hmm. uh you know circumstances depending but that that's the other complicating factor in your case right and so that, that that was that's just something I think I'm like, ah, that's that's tough because I don't know I huh. don't know if any gun rights groups are going to come to bat for me because that's a really really tough case legally. Yeah, well, uh, well, let me know what you find out later, and maybe once we have an understanding mm-hmm. of the legal landscape, maybe we can sort it out. Yeah, sure. Thanks, man. Yeah, Good luck. No, no problem. No problem. Bye. Talk to you guys later. Bye. That, that's an interesting one. That's a tough one, huh? Uh, let's take our uh, our super chat and Streamlabs break. Sure. Uh, who was the last one? Uh, Ray Sharpless. The biggest problem in this country is a giant lack of self responsibility, helped along by the political jack wagons pushing all the entitlement pro- programs. Yeah, hmm. I know. Um, Kevin Flanagan. Just to be clear, I'm not pro rap. Rap is a very serious property crime. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Donald Bryan, uh, contention with God is very biblical. Israel struggles with God. Um, Islam submit to God. Huh. Hmm. Uh, Shauna Thornton says, stop letting sociopaths, I mean women, vote. <laughs> um, that's a, that's a, another one of your... How, how funny would it be if, like, you look back... Remember if you look at, like, the suffragette era, they kind of had their meetings with, like, 20 of these suffragettes going yeah. around campaigning for the right to vote? How funny would it be if you actually form a a social group with the rest of these, I guess, anti-suffragettes, you could call them, (laughs) and uh, and you're actually having your your group meetings, figuring out ways to repeal the 19th? I like it. We should do it. Imagine looking back at, at, you know, we look back at those photos in the 20s and they're black and white and that's like our great grandmas or something. Yeah. And then, you know, imagine X amount of years from now, they look back at great grandma blonde campaigning (laughs) for the repeal. Well, That'd be, be so funny. Disappointed or proud? Uh, <laughs> oh, I get it, Matt. You're not Nat, so you live around non-whites. That's why you live in Montana. I think we all hear what you're trying to tell us. <laughs> well, um, there's no. I've thought about this a lot too. Even uh, there is there is some truth in 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 what Kevin is saying there, which is like. I've thought about this as my perspective has changed on a lot of things. I don't live one in an urban center, and I don't live in a border community, and I don't live in a place. That is uh, that is compromised by a lot of the most significant problems that face this country, and that, that doesn't. I try not to to bubble myself. I, I very much love where I live. I don't want to leave. Eventually, it will get here too. But but yeah, it um, it is easier to be more theoretical about your perspective when practical problems aren't as in your face. That's that's the truth that I'm getting at. Uh, Kevin Flanagan also said, going to need a citation on those people doing that thing in Poland. Seth <laughs> 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 Pegler, another week, another two hours added to add to my shift because my fellow workers are lazy. I'll catch the show, the call-in show one of these days. Uh, oh, bummer. Well, 
Working hard means making money, at least, I hope. Yep. And Ovid, my question ended up being phrased poorly due to YouTube censorship. Hope to call in next week to explain. Ah, all right. We'll catch you then. Gotcha. Uh, we're good. Okay. couple over on Streamlabs. Uh, Phil says, unless we are able to destroy the credibility of the gatekeepers of the right, Shapiro, non-Tucker elements of Fox, national conservatism, et cetera, we have no chance of saving the American nation. Who cares what the values are if the people are crushed? And Phil also adds, there was a shooting in Philadelphia today. Multiple police officers wounded. We need common sense Democrat control. As an aside, are any GOP members of Congress against gun confiscation? Add Rand Paul to the list of swamp creatures. Critters who need to be retired. Did, did Rand Paul say something? I'd be shocked. Maybe I missed it. I don't know. I've been out of the news for like four days. But, but apparently, and I've not seen the news in Philadelphia, the details yet, but apparently there were something like four or five cops shot by a shooter in Philly today. That's about all I know. It would appear on the surface level that someone, it was someone targeting police officers, but I don't, I don't know exactly what was going on. Okay. Uh, I promised I would open the treasure chest. So let me do that right now. Uh, treasure chest over on DLive, guys. Sit tight for about 30 seconds. That'll come through. Uh, thanks to our top DLive supporters, Nyan, Steven, and C. <coughs> Kyle. Thank you, guys. And uh, all right, let's hop into our last segment of callers. First up is Miss Malevolent. Hey, Welcome girl. back. Give her a second to chime in. Did you hear earlier in the show, someone called in with a bit of show history and said you were the first ever super chatter? Yeah. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Uh, maybe. I think, I think, I think I was like when it first became available, I was like, let's, let's start this off. I think that's what super chatter. That's awesome. Yeah, but I think that's hilarious. People yeah. Remembering. <laughs> What's on your mind? So, well, anyway, hello, 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 blonde. Hello, Matt. Hello. <clears throat> hey okay, so I've got four points and I've written them down. Sure. So Epstein. For anyone believing that the suicide is the hope. That's the conspiracy. You think so? Um, yeah. Absolutely. I if I have to jump through so many hoops to get to the rationale of his death, then the hoops I'm jumping through, that's the conspiracy. Somebody killed that. Now why they killed him, no that could we can go and you know, down that hole, but he did not I'm kind of losing you a little bit and you're coming in a little, can you, can you, I've got, and you're super soft too. I don't know if you can speak up on the mic a little bit. Oh, Oh, there you go. Okay. So now I got you turned up all the way. All right. All right. Yeah. I got to, I got to turn you down now. Okay. Now you're good to go. Okay. And then next Blair is killing the game with her Yanise and Stephanie expose. So what's the latest, like apparently Yaniv went after Blair with doxing or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's crazy. He's a psycho. And so, of course, he's an attention whore, narcissistic, uh, lying psycho. And who's the Stephanie person? I'm not even caught up on that. It's actually Steph on me. That's Oh, is that the the eight-year-old man guy? Six-year-old. 
Oh, got, stuck. Or eight-year-old girl man. Eight-year-old girl man, right? Yeah, so yeah. Blair released another thing on him. And uh, so I guess that's the next target. But uh, yeah. What's, uh, what are the accusations? Is this person also like a pedophile or something? Well, I don't think they're a pedophile, but, you know, just a weirdo. And Blair, ah. I think Blair is trying to uh, extricate or get, get rid of the weirdos in the trans community so that they're She's not She's going to become like Tranny Hitler or something. She's going to cleanse <laughs> cleanse the community. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um, as far as uh, Trump disappointed me with his violent video game rhetoric. What did he like, say? Uh, I didn't even hear it. Did he, what do you say about video games? So last week, right? Some, some pablum about uh, violent video games are destroying young minds and blah blah blah. I mm. found that disappointing, and somebody needs to pull him aside and say, "Hey, you know, Hillary ran that whole thing uh, way back when, and that was one of the reasons why she lost to Barack, because everybody remembered that violent video, Tippy. Uh, uh, who was uh, Gore's wife? Tipper. That, Tipper. Tipper. Yeah, yeah, that Tipper dumb broad that started all that whole thing, and then the Clintons tried to glom onto it, and hmm. is one of the reasons why Barack got in office. And so Trump better tread lightly with that crap because, uh, you know, he's counterculture, but he's slowly. When you make statements like that, you're becoming the man, as it were. Yeah, it's it's getting yeah. tough. It's like I didn't vote for you to be a gun grabbing Anita Sarkeesian, dude. Right, uh, you need to chill out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I want to know: Have you been paying attention to popcorn media? You know what? I'm no, I don't even know what about? that is. What's that about? Um, I don't know either. That that young that young man that he got me tooed, and then he's come back as popcorn media. He got bounced out of uh, what is it? Uh, the um. Shoot, he he got accused of raping somebody, and um, hmm. and then he's like a YouTuber he got, or something. Yeah, he got bounced out of uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Honest Trailers, you know that that. Um, huh. It's I want to say it's ringing a bell, but it's I don't know. It was was the accusation a while ago. It was a while ago. Um, he, I forget the name of it. Um, I forget the name. Screen Junkies guy. Yeah, I'm looking mm. in the chat and they're telling me Screen Junkies founder. So like, you know, he got caught up in the whole Me Too thing and he was a prominent YouTuber, you know, whatever. And the bitch lied, essentially. And so he's he came out. What I would suggest you do is look for his, um, his. Uh oh, I lost her. Sorry. Uh, and I don't, I don't see her in the waiting room. We'll probably have to move on, unfortunately, just for time. But, uh, but thanks, Miss Malevolent, and uh, good to hear from you as always. Yeah. Red, totally. Red Falcor is up next. You still getting echo off me? Only I only get Discord caller echo off of you. It's it's weird, but I have never had this problem before. So I guess next time when we do the call-in show or the Sunday show, it probably 
well, the Sunday show won't matter because there's no Discord. And the next time we do this show, presumably you'll be at your usual setup. Yeah. Yeah. It's a week though. Probably half the. Oh, you're on a you're on a different microphone too, aren't you? Yeah. Did you bring? I'm, yeah. So that, that might be a factor. Are, are you on that blue uh, snowball? Yeah. Those things, they're good mics for the price, but the thing I have noticed about using them in the past is they pick up freaking everything from the room. Same with the Yetis. It's the reason I don't, I don't use Blue personally. They've broken on me, but also they pick up like the slightest environmental noise, and I hate that. Mm, weak. Mm. Red Falcor, you're good to go if you're ready. Give him a second. On Suzu is up after that. Hansuzu, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, um, now I got both of you. You want to chill out for just a second, Hansuzu, and I'll get to you after Red Falcor here? Can do, boss. Sure. Hey, thanks, Matt. Sorry, it took me a minute to switch. No problem. So, uh, I've, I've got a couple to- to- topics tonight, uh, but I do want to do the Ancient Animal of the Week. So, <laughs> okay, so, get this so, out of the way. So, should we do that for... First or last, you tell me. Uh, let's do that first. I'll Google it. Okay. Perfect. Or I'll duck, duck, go it. Okay. So, so people this, don't get this, mad at me. This one everybody's going to love because it's still alive. It's the water I bear. Was the, I thought this was the extinct animal of the week. Oh, but I'm, uh, I'm going to get to that. I'm, oh, okay. I'm All right. That. Yeah. So, so the, this is the t- tardigrade. Oh, my gosh. So, 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 so several species of it are exist are, 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 are extinct um but but it is also known as the water bear or the moss piglet mm-hmm. and the reason i ch- chose it this week is it it be, be, belongs to its own fa- fa- phylum so, hmm. so so if you can th- think back to biology class you know it goes kingdom so that's animalia yeah and then phylum is the next one under that uh the they are in their own order family genus species yes very good blonde that's right (laughs) yes and uh, i think they're about 530 30 million years old, something like that. Uh, last I checked, yes, into the Cambrian period. And they're uh, everywhere, mountaintops to deep sea, mm-hmm. uh, tropical rainforest to the Antarctic. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they're, uh, re- recently um, there's this uh, show that came out on YouTube co- called Journey to the microcosmos and it's uh, hosted by uh, Hank Green who does that sci show and a PBS program called Eons Hmm. and uh, spends the whole show whispering about the thing that he's talking about because he's talking about something very small. So, sure. so he's b- basically pu- pu- 
pulling a blonde the whole time. So it's okay. Of, All right. Well, we'll have to, if, if you've got another topic, we'll have to get to it uh, in the interest uh, of time here. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, I, I had a suggestion for Kyle, the blind, blind musician. Oh, sure. Um, uh, flash grenades or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, be very tactical. That's right. Something where yeah. he can turn his enemy's str- strength into their weakness. So, hmm. and yeah. Just a thought um, for him. Are those legal? I don't know. Can you? I don't know either. But I. But I. But you know, I. I think. Think. Think that in some parts of the country, you can actually pick up a um, pepper spray spray hand grenade so yeah. so so if he's able to like cover his nose and mouth and then t- t- and toss that i bet it, uh, i wonder if a taser would be practical for him too because it's like if you're being physically if you're blind and you're being physically attacked right you know all you need to do is just stick that in the guy as he's as he's on you physically i wonder if maybe that would work right Right. Although you know, you you always run the ri- ri- risk of a cardiac arrest or what, whatever yeah. the other risks are. And then are also, with the... uh, does it? Uh, I actually don't know the answer to this question either. Like, if someone's on you and you tase them, does the current flow through you too? If you're and t- t- touching them and you're not not, not insulated, yes. Hmm. Okay, so that wouldn't no. work, I guess. If he's like, if he's in direct contact with you, yeah, maybe maybe gr- a blade would be better. Skin. I suppose. This is a difficult yeah. thing to think about. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting question. Oh, and and uh, you know, I I was also wa- wanting to 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 take any questions people have about my uh, stutter because I I I do get get some other callers and stuff at, asking about that and. Um, but, uh, we can do, 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 do that in a couple of weeks, perhaps. Sure. Or, uh, so. if people want to get in touch with you on discord, is that all right? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's red Falcor, F A L C O R two words. There's a space in there, two words. It's on our discord server. If you want to get in touch with them. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks man. Thanks for calling. Cool. Have a good night. Cool. Thanks guys. Have a good night. Yep. Han Susu, you're good to go if you're ready. All right, all right. Hello, it is your residential black guy from southeastern Wisconsin. Sweet. Uh, I don't have a lot to say. I don't hear him. Um, oh we no, are I guess planning I guess a meetup. Hmm. Keep keep going though. Okay, we're having a we're planning a meetup in Wisconsin for the week of the August seventeenth. Is that and, uh, uh, what city is that? If people want to want to get um, in on that. Milwaukee County or Waukesha, it's all within the same area. Okay. Our cities kind of overlap. And is there a um, contact if people want to get in on that? Uh, I would tell everyone, I would say anyone can contact me and I'll send you a link to our uh, Wisconsin Discord server. Sure. Um, other right. than Han, that, Han the DNC, on our server, H-O-N-S-U-Z-U. Other than that, the DNC looks like it's going to be here in 2020, and we're probably going to have a meetup for that. If oh, that'll be fun. Show up. Um, um, we've been considering going to the conventions next summer. I mean, a lot of things. There are a lot of factors that'll be decided. That I mean, you know, it, life might be too complicated because you know, personal lives and stuff. Things things going on, but uh, 
If it works out, man, I could envision maybe going to a, to a convention or both next summer. We'll see. I completely understand. I just know what the politicians are going to do for fun since Jeffrey Epstein's dead. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All um, right. Other than that, uh, love the show. Love what you guys are doing. And I wish you the best. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. And uh, have fun at the meetup. Thank you very much. Have a good have one. Have a good night. Steven is up next. Our guy, Steven. It's been a little bit. Steven, what's up, dude? This is Steven yep. Two Blonde. Don't confuse Yo. me. Oh, I can hear you. Hey there. Cool. Uh, I wanted to talk Epstein. Sure. So uh, I did a, like a three-hour stream today and a three-and-a-half-hour three stream yesterday where I looked okay. up like everything from, uh, from super mainstream to super fringe takes on it and stuff like that. Yeah. And I wanted to read some stuff I talked about on my stream today for yeah. the listeners and you guys. Okay. So um, today, Anonymous uh, published the unredacted little black book um, of all the people that have been had been to the, his private island. Oh, my God. Um, Is this like a sign-in book or something? Uh, it's some like, I mean, they, they don't personally all sign it, but there are signatures in there and like sure. uh, okay. names, addresses, uh, phone numbers, emails and stuff Who like you that. Got? And it's like a who's who of all kinds of people, man. I mean, it's yeah. so many like Chris Tucker, uh, uh, really? David Copperfield, David Blaine, what? Heidi Klum. Uh, and, and it's not all it's not all flights to um, to the island, but he he hosted people to go all around the world. I mean, he was like a like a, a philanthropist, if you want to call him that. I mean, among other things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, you know, he had his hands in a lot of pies, so to speak. Um, <laughs> that could be <laughs> but, taken the know, wrong way. So, but yes. So, yeah. <laughs> he, so first of all, this guy is very connected, was very, very connected to Israel. And hmm. um, and he uh, he one of the people he hosted on, on in his home and also uh, and also on the plane was Ehud Barak, who is the former Israeli prime minister. Hmm. Um, they found, I mean, I have a lot of stuff. I mean, like I said, it was hours and hours of reporting, but like, um, yeah, just Lane Maxwell, who is like his co-conspirator, uh, is, they found where she's staying in Boston. Uh, and there, she's, there's like a, a hunt out for her right now where they're trying to locate her. Um, pe some people are saying she's dead. I don't know. Um, but you know, so anyway, that was made public, um, by, uh, anonymous today. And, uh, there's this, this journalist. I mean, I guess he's, a how, how like, did they you, get it? Like, are, is there a photograph? Of I don't this, know. Or is just like it, a typed it, up dude, list. Honestly, there's this guy, Titus Frost on Twitter and he has the file in on Dropbox. And and you can anyone can download this this the entire but it, book. But is there is there photographic evidence of this, or is it just a, a typed up list? It's uh it's the original documents. I mean they're they're copies, but they're not. It's not like a transcription. So you, you can see it. the handwriting. Is that yes? Okay, all right. Yeah. So it would appear to be legit. Potentially, it's it, not it just somebody to be making legit. up names. Again, I mean, I wasn't there in the jail cell with the guy, so I don't know exactly yeah, yeah. what happened. But like, it, you know, but it appears to be like a primary source document. Um, yeah, there's a sure. there's a deposition from the um from his actual pilot. Um, so, but anyway, anyone is, is, uh, you know, can look up this stuff on, on Twitter and on Dropbox and stuff like that. But, um, the next thing I want people to look into is the 2008 Oklahoma Powerball lottery. Um, <laughs> uh, Epstein appears to have, his company appears to have handled the trust of this, of this lottery 30 day, days before he was put into jail for his first jail stint. 
Um, and there was a technical glitch on this lottery for 29 million, uh, t- 29 million, 10 minutes before, um, before it went live and an anonymous, like grocery store worker won this lottery and his trust handled the paperwork for it essentially like when you win the lottery you um you basically you get a financial advisor or whatever or a lawyer to handle the paperwork if you want to remain anonymous and his ah. his company handled the paperwork no one knows who this lady is who who uh who uh won this lottery yet and it had the same name as his new mexico ranch uh, it's called zorro trust um oh so and- it's like confirmed yeah yeah, I mean, it's look. I mean, I, I there's a few like the, it was a, a thing on Medium and Inquisitor and a few other sites, and the Medium article got got taken down for um, violating the terms of Me- Medium's website or something like that. So it's not necessarily mm-hmm. as confirmed as like an ABC News. Yeah, thing, I still but, see it up on Inquisitor right now, though. Yeah, I got it from Inquisitor exactly, yeah. and uh, so. Um, the lottery was was brought up two times in the deposition from his pilot. Um, and so I don't know how real that is, but it's, uh, I don't know. It was very, very interesting to look at today. And he also paid $0 for his multi-million dollar mansion in New York that they raided. Mm. Um, and there was a, they found a, 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 like a watercolor portrait of Bill Clinton in a, in a blue dress inside of this mansion. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, it was, and it was like a play on, or like a joke on like Monica Lewinsky's blue dress. And so, Oh my got, God. Yeah. <laughs> so, and this, uh, the mansion was previously owned by Les Wexner or the CEO of Victoria's secret. Um, I don't know. I could go on and on and on, but like yeah, the most we'll, interesting thing was we'll like have the to lottery. Down, but yeah. Yeah. Is the lottery and the, um, the anonymous dump of all these uh, of all of this under unredacted black book today. But the, the huh. guy's t- Twitter page, you can find this Dropbox link at is Titus Frost and you can just download the whole the whole thing. I'll just uh, no, no underscore or anything like that. Just Titus oh, Frost. it's not at that. Sorry, that's his name. Oh. His like, oh, okay. uh, so let me uh, find this real fast. So yeah, I'll what's the handle second. and we'll let you go. Uh, sorry, uh, it's uh, Imperator Truth. I-M-P-E-R-A-T-O-R Truth. All okay. one word. Yep. All right. So yeah, I don't well, know. Thanks, I, wanna, I don't know. I'll probably every time I call in, I'll give you a little more Epstein knowledge sure. because I've, I've I've looked into it a ton. So. Enjoy the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, anyone out there can check out my stream. Okay, Stephen Ignoramus. Sure. Yeah, find that uh, on YouTube or what? Are you on D Live? Uh, YouTube and D Live. Uh, yeah, okay. both. Yeah, and almost all platforms. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, cool. man. Cool. All right. Take care, y'all. Peace. Yep. Uh, let's do one more call. Frank Rizzo is going to get last word tonight. Assuming he's there. Uh, Frank, you're good to go if you're ready. All right. Hello, you two. All hey, right. What's, what's on your mind? You know, I've never called into a show of any kind before, radio or YouTube. So This, this is the first, the first time ever, huh? Yeah. Well, um, thanks for I calling guys, Yeah, thanks for doing what you guys are doing. Um, I'll say I have enjoyed uh, sharing the Clinton body count memes with my friends. It's uh, sure. pretty comical. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. When you blackmail um, some of the most richest and powerful people in the world, I think you got a lot of people that you got to worry about other than Clinton. So I don't think you do. Hmm. Okay. Do you, do, you have, do you have any – are you just leaving it open or do you have someone else in mind? No, I'm, I'm just leaving it open. I, I don't think we'll ever know. But uh, yeah. I was hearing Mike Cernovich saying that uh, he was talking about this thing called the Man Act, where his place could have been raided weeks ago. 
it has something to do with sex trafficking minors. And, uh, yeah, his place should have been raided, like, weeks ago when he was arrested. Yeah, I guess that is interesting. I didn't think about the timing of that. Uh, someone would have to explain to me why did they wait to raid the island until after his death, or was that just planned? Is that just when the planned date was and he happened to die? Or is there some some other reason behind this? These are good questions. I don't know hmm. if we'll ever find the answers, but kind of makes you wonder. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got as far as the Epstein thing. I know you've been talking with everybody about that. Sure. Um, well, I, I enjoy some uh, Epstein tinfoil, man. So yeah, whatever you got. Tinfoil. Yeah, tinfoil, definitely. Um, hey, I was going to say, man, um, I've ordered some, I've had some uh, magazines engraved from that Sonoran Defense Company. Oh, cool. That, Good. You what know, did you and, get? Uh, did you get uh, stuff they had already set up, or did you get a custom design? Custom stuff. I've uh, I've had some custom stuff for myself, and then uh, they, I've given some out as gifts to some buddies. I put oh, sweet. their names on them. So uh, they're a hit with some people. So that was uh, yeah, it was kind of cool. They're awesome, and thanks you for know, giving them some business. They're uh, they have supported the show, and they they make cool stuff. I'm happy they they reached out to me. Yeah, I thought that was kind of that was kind of cool. Um, you know, I I haven't listened to you guys for um for more than a couple months now but um you know um i've uh discovered a, a couple other youtube channels from you guys like sticks mm -hmm. x and hammer yeah and, sure uh that e michael jones guys uh nice. Bron, i saw your interview with that guy so that i thought that was a good interview that you did oh, thank you so much i actually uh i was born in south bend my family's from indiana and um i never lived there though so it was kind of oh. interesting to be like oh you know that place is on the map you know yeah, that uh, Buddha Judge guy, and then uh, I was like, "Oh, this guy's from there." Kind of interesting. He, Michael Jones, has lots to say about Buddha Judge. Mm. Yes, he, he does. Did a I don't even know what his name. But a plug. Yeah. One yeah. thing I did see in the news uh, earlier today, you guys will probably talk about it, is there was some kind of shooting at like 3 a.m. at one of the ice buildings in Texas. Oh, I didn't even see anything about that. I'll have to look. I'll have to look it up. I don't believe anybody was but uh i do believe somebody fired shots at a building so huh okay I'm well thanks for the sure intel yeah i'm sure that'll pop up in your news feed all right man well but, thanks for calling in and thanks for tuning in last word if you want it uh i was gonna say one other thing uh matt sure. i uh um this kind of personal thing but uh i was listening to you guys a few weeks ago and you had shared about your brother and mm -hmm. uh how he died and uh i know that's tough but um my father also uh, took his own life, and mm -hmm. um, we're all going to lose friends, as you know, and people are, we know are going to pass away, but um, not everyone's going to have that happen to them, go through that. So thanks sure. for sharing and, that, man. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, man, and I hope, uh, I hope you're doing well, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah, it was a while, it's quite a while ago, but um, you know, I know that's not, easy, uh, that's not an easy thing to share. So thanks for sharing with us. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if the experience is, uh, is, is the same for you, but um, the thing about, I, I haven't dealt with a lot of like friends who have died or young family members, but the thing that's different, I think in the case of, of a suicide over say a car accident or some kind of act, you know, something that just happens act of God is like, there, there are always going to be a lot of, uh, playing out certain scenarios in your head. What if I had done this? What if I had done that? Did I do this right? Did I do that right? Those are the kind of questions I think that, that um, people who are closely associated with suicide often deal with. So I, I don't know if, if that is something that, that hangs on your mind, but certainly 
you know, that perpetually hangs on my mind for a long time. Well, what I could say is, um, cause this was, this was back in 2002. So it's, it's been about half my life now. And, yeah. And, uh, and I actually was living far away from when it, uh, when it happened, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. I didn't have the best relationship with the guy, but you know, it's, it's kind of, I've kind of, as I gotten older, um, kind of muster up the courage to look into the details of it myself. And I yeah. actually relocated back to where my family was. And, um, you know, at the time when it happened, I didn't deal with it that well, but the older I got, the easier it was, you know? Sure. Um, I mean, it gets easier, you know, that's, uh, that's all I could say, dude. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, well, thanks for sharing your story as well. Thank all you. right. Hey, Thanks, you too. And uh, Blonde, have a good trip and uh, get back safe. Thank you. And- All right. We'll, we'll catch you next time, man. Sure. Thanks a lot. Have a All good right. night. Bye. Okay. That'll do it on calls. Uh, appreciate everybody hanging out and your patience. I know we can't get to everybody, and we had a long call list tonight, so we had a lot of people showing up right on time that we won't be able to get to. Appreciate you guys. And, um, and we'll do as best we can when we're back in two weeks. So thanks for your patience. If you are having trouble getting in live, of course, send us an email. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com. Put call in show question in the subject line and we'll respond to it on the show as we are about to do right now. Okay. Uh, last week we had a mix up with Curtis, right? So this yeah, is Curtis's yeah. so again, apology to Curtis for our, for our mix up last week. But his question was, uh, hi, lots of, t- lots of talk about isolationism and anti-war policies, but there's some hard moral questions to be answered when soldiers and even higher ups go overseas and see the horrible atrocities committed on the innocent public, they feel a moral obligation to stay and help those people, despite whether or not the conflict is justified. Also, they want to keep radical anti-American groups from gaining power and killing more Americans. Where's the line between being globalist police, protecting our own country, and helping other countries be free from horrible tyranny? Uh, um, that's, a hard, that's a very difficult question. I wish I knew. I mean, I think that you have to be honest about whether or not you're reinforcing your own interests in a country, which we are not clearly. Though I think that has to be the guiding perspective from the start. Are you advancing a U.S. interest? Are you protecting the United States? And I would like to see it geared more towards defense as opposed to uh, advancing interest. Or the, the one thing that's clearly not working, su- surprise, surprise, trying to force a particular worldview on people who don't want that system or worldview doesn't really work. You know, installing democracy in places that love authoritarianism, for example, doesn't really work. Um, But the weakness to like, honestly, I get more and more isolationist in my perspective over time, but the weakness that I have to consider is at what point are you allowing tomorrow's, are you allowing tomorrow's enemies to strengthen by not doing anything to intervene? Yeah. I don't have a good answer for that. I don't have a hard and fast rule, unfortunately. Neither do I. I mean, but we need to do a better job than we're doing now. Yeah. I I think we've gone too far in the intervention right now. I don't have a, I wish I had a clear, distinct line to say this is when it's obviously when we're attacked, it is appropriate to respond. That's the easy one. But in terms of just kind of trying to play the chess pieces of the world to your advantage, I don't know the exact line on that one, but I, I think we're too far on the interventionist side of it at this point. That's probably yeah. the best answer I can give. Um, and I don't think that 
that heavy-handed interventionism necessarily makes the world a better place for our interests. I think it actually increases animosity against us, increases the likelihood of attack against us. That, that's my perspective at this point. Uh, this is from Cody. An Ohio teen has been arrested and had arms seized for making vague threats of dissatisfaction about the police in the U.S. Oh, and then I added this note to it because this is Cody just had that that link. I don't know if you saw the story. Have you looked at this story at all? So this kid got raided in Ohio. Uh, he was part of certain online communities, and the feds raided him and found he had like fifteen rifles and ten handguns and ten thousand rounds of ammunition. He had a stockpile and an arsenal. But the question is, was it justified or was it just policing his speech and using it as an ex- as an excuse to take his guns? According to the NBC News report that Cody sent us, he said the following things on certain online message boards, I guess. I don't know exactly where he said this, but online communication platforms. He said, hell, even the Oklahoma City city bombing shows that armed resistance is a viable method of political change. There is no legal solution. And then he also wrote, in conclusion, shoot every federal agent on site. Oof. So it's not a... He says he was joking, this is um, this is one of those things that goes right up on the line of what is protected speech. You have to have a for for a threat to be outside the scope of the First Amendment. It's got to be credible. It's got to be likely to happen. It's got to be it's got to be imminent. Yeah. Um, shoot every federal agent on sight. I'm not. I I wouldn't be uncomfortable with an inquiry into that, but I don't know if it's appropriate to like no knock raid a guy and take all his shit. Um. This is a tough one. Uh, It's possible that he's just online. Uh, It's possible that this is a totally unjustified uh, FBI ATF overreach. It's also possible that this kid was, you know, being threatening online in ways that are ill-advised. I don't have enough information right now to say whether this is a a free speech overreach or justified response to a threat. Doesn't sound specific enough from what I know, but I haven't researched this at all. Yeah, and those are the only two quotes I have off the top of my head, uh, uh, just off a quick glance at the article. So I, it's hard for me to say conclusively. Um, the the first one, armed resistance is a viable method of political change. That's far too ge- uh, general. That's not a specific threat. The second one, shoot every federal agent on sight. That's that's where you get into some potential issues. Uh, New traditionalist says, where are the main problems you have with? Uh, what are the main problems you have with today's society and to what extent do you think libertarianism or conventional conservatism are equipped to explain, let alone address those problems? You want to go first? Um, there's another question that is, let's, let's answer Luke's at the same time, because I'm going to get okay. this here. Yeah. You um, want to read that one? Luke said, sure. what has been the change of society in the last century that's damaged the American Western world the most? I always say it's the um, destruction of the nuclear family. It has to be that. Yeah, basically. I kind of, I lump like gender norms into that. You know, now that we've made the distinction between men and women non-existent, essentially, there's, yeah. they're kind of the corresponding issues. Uh, so if we go with that, if we go with like uh, the, the destruction of the nuclear family, people think it's, think it's a relic of the past. People don't want that. People are being advised against building it for whatever reason. To what extent do you think libertarianism and conventional conservatism are equipped to, to explain, let alone address those problems? Well, I don't think libertarianism, the government philosophy, is equipped to address that. But that's, that's the inherent flaw in libertarianism taken to its 
extreme extent where it's strictly a government philosophy and there's no moral or community or social underpinning, social fabric behind it. You have that classic meme of the guy who has his well-kept lawn and his well-kept house and he's surrounded by a sea of garbage. I don't think the government is a good mechanism to build that sort of... um, to build that sort of social fabric, you have to have some other mechanism. And that's why, I mean, that that's why I am never going to scoff at religion, even though I'm not much of a believer myself. It's like, it's certainly better at building that social fabric than is government. If you lump in religious perspective with conventional conservatism, I think it actually is pretty well equipped to explain that main problem. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, I think that just social norms is going to do, which could be influenced by conventional conservatism, is going to do more uh, for society than any individual party. But what you said about libertarianism is definitely true. We talk about this on the show all the time. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, the the danger of libertarianism too, and I say this as somebody who still considers myself one is is. Just because you're free to make all choices does not mean we should treat all choices as equally valid. That's kind of the, the, the perspective that you're getting at. Like, I don't want the law to come crack down on you for making a decision that doesn't harm another person. That said, I don't have to sit here and pretend that the ideals taught by philosophies like feminism aren't extremely damaging to the overall happiness of individuals and society at large. I, 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 w- I wouldn't confuse libertarianism with m- social or moral relativism, even though that they can overlap. And I think that's a big danger in the libertarian philosophy. You have to be willing to set out moral principles uh, that, that you're willing to argue for and promote and even hold others to account on, not necessarily by punishing them, but, but being willing to say, like, listen, certain choices in life, certain practices, certain ways of living are objectively associated with better outcomes and we should encourage those. We shouldn't just act like, well, you know, be a degenerate and smoke weed all day and eat Doritos on the couch. And it doesn't matter. And it does matter. You probably should, you probably should build a family. You probably should study hard. You probably should work hard. I just don't think the government is a, is a, is a a good mechanism to, to instill those values, but those values have to be instilled one way or another. Religion. Yeah. 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 Even though, that's the thing, man. I can see the practical purpose and that's maybe that's what'll bring me around eventually. I don't know that I'll ever get on board with the, the spiritual or the faith element, but the practical purpose, it's like to the extent that these values have to be instilled in people. Do I have to make a choice between faith, religion, or government? I mean, just from a practical perspective, I'm not going to pick government. It doesn't work. So maybe, maybe that'll bring me around. You first, though. You're going to have to sort out your religious philosophy, and then you can pull me in. Yeah, I'm trying. You want uh, the next one? Sure. Retro Robot Radio. I don't understand what you have, what you would, sorry, it's, I can barely read, uh, what you would have preferred Twitter to do in the Mitch McConnell video. The video we posted did contain specific threats against a person, in a person which is against Twitter policy and probably a crime. You're not allowed to post the content. Even if you are the victim of the threat, Twitter was correct. In this one case, they removed a criminal threat posted on their site. Now, I don't, I don't necessarily agree. I don't think that posting a threat made against you. Let's say somebody sends me an email and says, hey, Matt, I'm going to come to your house and fucking kill you. 
and I post the text of the email on Twitter that that should be treated the same as me posting on Twitter. I'm going to go to this guy's house and fucking kill him. Yeah. That's uh, that's one is observing a threat that was made against a person. It's not a threat made against a person. You're the one who posted it. So I don't I don't actually agree with that standard. I think there's got to be some differentiation between here is evidence of a threat made against me. Here is the way I'm being treated versus here is a threat I'm making against a person. The, the victim of the threat in this case, Mitch McConnell, has voluntarily submitted that information. If, if someone posts on Twitter, if, if, the, if the lady who was outside his house posts that on Twitter directed at him, that's her threatening him. Am I, is that a distinction that's making sense to you or am I just talking in circles here? No, I understand. I think you're probably right about that. Um, and granted, it might be tough. It does create work for Twitter to do because a bot system is not going to be able to distinguish that very well. But, but here's my point is it's not a crime for me to publish on my website or publish in a book an email threat that was sent to me. It is a crime for someone to send a credible imminent threat to me in the mail. Those are, or, or, you know, via email or, or through the phone or whatever else, that's the distinction. And so if we want Twitter to operate in an ideal world, if Twitter was operating strictly on, um, on the legality of the issue on strictly operating under us law, then there was no law violated by Mitch McConnell here. Therefore he should not be punished. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Rob says for the past couple of weeks, blonde has been seeking an opportunity to rag on Joe Rogan for the uh, Maynard interview, the, the tool guy interview, right? Yeah. Yeah. So blonde, please complain about Joe Rogan for our enjoyment. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. It just makes me think that like society is broken. If he can have the number one podcast in the entire world, he's just like this big dumb meathead. And I don't know about oh, you guys, but like, every time I listen to an interview with one of my favorite musicians, I'm like, I wish I did not, watch that i just need to keep them in the music world like i don't want to hear the lead singer of tool talking about fucking climate change it was is that what they talked about i didn't listen but i'm not a, i'm not a big tool gonna, fan it's gonna be done in 400 years and stuff and i was did like, did maynard yeah. bring this up did joe ask him about that or did maynard bring this up i don't know they, they were just talking about like mundane issues but it was like it managed to be both insipid and incredibly boring despite me having a huge interest in Maynard and liking previous interviews that he's done. I was like so furious after I watched it. I was like, is it his first time on Joe Rogan? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. There's a petition circulating to get Joe Rogan to moderate a debate, a presidential debate. I think that would be interesting. I, um, even though the question was directed at you, I, I, I'm not an avid Joe Rogan listener. I listen when I have interest in the guest, to this day, I'm still trying to figure out Joe's principles, though. Yeah. And I say that as someone who, listen, he's built like the most successful podcast. He doesn't need my advice or something like that. That's not what I'm trying to get at. I just, I don't understand what his principles are. It just seems like, but maybe he doesn't need them. I mean, maybe his bit is just, I'm going to kind of ask questions that flesh out people's ideas and my principles are irrelevant you can make the case for that too nobody cares what joe's principles are they just care about the interesting things he can get a guest to say and he's very good at that yeah i, I guess in that case he was not though if if i believe the overall reaction <laughs> sounds like it sucks because you're not the only one i've heard other people say it sucked too oh really that makes yeah. me feel better because the 
the likes were pretty good and the comments were good too. And I was like, maybe I'm alone on this one, but you know, Slayer heroes. Hmm. I shouldn't have such expectations for people. Um, this is from Henry. Uh, you might have talked about this before, but how do you feel about right wingers who are genuinely happy to talk about <laughs> Um, I, we have talked about this before. Like, I kind of feel like in death, are we all, which is something that all of us share. You know, we're all we're all going to die, except for me, of course. Um, in death, do we have to forget what somebody did in their life? Doesn't doesn't it matter who they were in their life? Like, I uh, I think it's probably fine to be genuinely happy to think that somebody that you believe is like a terrible warmonger is dead. I don't have much of a problem with that. Uh, yeah, I'm not in the business of, of morally policing other people's reactions. If it's just, if it's in their speech on the matter, if it's me, generally speaking, even here's what I'll say. There are certain people in the world who learning of their death, you will genuinely be happy. Anyone who, who pretends like that's not the case, you're lying to yourself. When you hear that, that it's just what true. Pastor died, or right? It's, it's just true that there are certain people that if you hear of their death, you whether you say it out loud or not, you will kind of smirk inside. That is true, and so I know that's in me. Even and I, whether people choose to express that outwardly, I'm not really interested in in morally policing them over that. For me personally, I just I'm not going to come out and like throw a party when publicly when someone dies. I, they do have a family. They do have people who love them. I, it's not my job to sort of, you know, throw water on that parade and, and let people celebrate the life. But the, I guess the reason I'm not willing to morally police it is because one, it's your opinion and, and it's your speech and you're entitled to it. I, I, I don't morally police people for their speech in any other context. So why would I do it in this one? And two, because I know that maybe John McCain isn't that guy for me. I'm not saying I'm happy that he's dead necessarily. But there are those people for me. Everybody has them. And so it's like, I'm, I'm not going to pretend like there's nobody out there. Or there hasn't been anybody ever before who died. And I didn't, I didn't think internally like, yeah, that's, that's, that's just fine with me. <laughs> you know, like that, that's just true for everybody. So I don't want to, I don't want to pretend like I'm high above them yeah. in that sort of scenario. Even though I don't really engage in that practice myself, or at least I try to avoid it. Um, yeah, that's the last question. All right. I think anyway, we're clear. So let's people catch that join on... the, sh join the stream later. I want to remind them I'm in Europe. That's why, and it's almost 5am. That's why I've yeah. been pretty worthless on the stream. <laughs> um, well, you should have to mute my mic every time I wasn't talking. And yeah. So we had some technical issues. We're probably not, not there. Uh, let's I'm also see. Uh, reclining position, which is not. Ah. <laughs> well, we got a couple over on Streamlabs. Uh, Wrangle Fraggle says, sorry to drop the hard R on you out of nowhere, but I've had enough with the <laughs> infringement and censorship. Hey man, it wouldn't be the first time on this show. I've even dropped it about, uh, Jack Conti, who is not a That's white right. hard R. I couldn't I will believe not, that didn't get memed out. I will not censor my speech without just cause. Well, in context, he was talking about something too. It's not like, uh, it's not like you were just, uh, using it as a slur against black people. I get it. Kyle should... Uh, buy a firearm and practice with it. There are news reports of blind people using guns. I should look that up. Like, I wonder how proficient people can become with them. That's, that's very interesting to me. I should check it out. 
Phil says Rand Paul said that he favors limited red flag laws. If that's where, as if that's where it will stop. Once these gun grabbers get a toehold, they are going to run the table. Shall not be infringed was not a suggestion. I uh, I agree with that sentiment. I I'll have to look up what Rand Paul said. That surprises me as a probably the most staunch constitutional defender in yeah. the Senate for him to cave a little bit on that. Um, you know, would I favor limited speech restrictions if someone's a crazy man? No. No, of course no. not. So I'm, I'm surprised to hear that. I'll have to check it out. Um, although I will say this Walmart thing, like I, I nearly used the term common sense when we were talk, talking about that. Hmm. And I have a hard time reconciling like how I feel about that with the free speech thing. But I also felt like people that are, that are all about 2A should look at this and be like, I don't want gun advocates to be painted with these broad strokes like we're totally irresponsible gun users and like that's a situation where context matters too it was immediately subsequent to a massive shooting in a walmart yeah he had the firearm and practically in a ready position and he was wearing body armor like in that situation if somebody had shot him i think i probably would have been like i understand wouldn't that have been an interesting legal case? Like if he had been shot or hypothesizing that the fireman is going to, the fireman is going to face legal consequences because he drew his weapon. But like Mm. that situation, I think that the context of the prior shooting is particularly important. Well, the context of the prior shooting, I think is I'm, I guess I, I don't know this for sure, but one would infer that's why he chose Walmart. Yeah. And everybody's like, this was just a two-way audit of what he was doing is not illegal. I'm not even arguing the legality of this. I just think it was wildly irresponsible and a total incitement. Uh, it's, it's sort of, <laughs> it's the closest thing is yelling fire in a crowd. Right. I mean, it's kind of auditing your first amendment, uh, uh, rights by walking down the street and calling people the N word. Maybe that's not a perfect analogy because there's maybe nothing inherently aggressive about what he was doing. I don't know exactly the, the details of what he was doing are still, um, not clearly reported, or at least I haven't seen them. So maybe that's not a perfect analogy, but yes, the point is I'm willing to defend his, his right to do what he did. And I will, I'm not saying, Based on the facts I've seen so far, I'm not even sure I, I want any charge against him, let alone a terrorism charge, which seems wildly inappropriate. But that's the point. I will defend your right to to speak freely. That said, you can still use your speech in a douchey way that I disagree with. This kid, from what I've seen at this point, exercised a right that I will protect in, in my opinion, an irresponsible way that I disagree with but I'm not asking for a crackdown about it. That's, that's where I, you know, yeah. exercising rights in ways that I disagree with is why they're called rights. That's the fundamental idea. So yeah, I mean, you, I, you have to with guns, especially it's we're beholden to, uh, res- to this image of responsible gun ownership. I think it's really, really important for people that are gun advocates to be responsible with firearms. Hmm. So, that's the real distinction for me. Like, I don't think he was doing anything illegal, but I think he was doing something immoral. He was creating a panic situation. The context matters. And he made all of us look like hillbilly idiots. Hmm. It wasn't he like his name sounded Russian or something. I'm just going to blame Putin for this. one. <laughs> I don't know. And also we, you know, we talk about uh, demographic issues and crime all the time. He fit the exact stereotype of like this early twenties, white, 
incel mass shooter. It's like if I saw that at a Walmart, I would have freaked out. Oh, yeah. I, I won't deny that if that was going on at the Bozeman Walmart I, and I saw it from a distance, I'd be like, I'm fucking out of here. Well, um, I would try to warn other people, too. Yeah. And so everybody was like, why would that lady pull the fire alarm? Because she thought everybody was about to get murdered. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think that's based on what I've seen so far. That seems I don't think that was an unreasonable reaction. I don't yeah. I think a reasonable person would have done that. Yeah. Yeah. But the question yeah. of the difficult questions here are questions of responsibility and questions of rights. And yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly the, the distinction. Yeah. Um, okay. we got some super chats. Uh, did you already do Streamlabs? Yes, we're caught up there. Kevin Flanagan, don't worry, Matt. We hear the whistles. That two tons of fertilizer you told me to buy her because of our shared love of gardening. No need to say anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Now you're going to get... Just let us know when. What Just can you make with fertilizer? If they're know. rating the feds for that guy's comments, Kevin Flanagan, you're going to get rated, dude. I know, especially if you actually do work for the government, dude. <laughs> I disavow. I'm not um, participating in any sort of Kevin Flanagan plots. Blonde, regarding your flaws according to your faith, never forget the Catholic Church is the church for sinners. To believe your righteousness shields you of sin, makes you guilty of pride, the deadliest of the seven cardinal sins. He also said, there's a humility in accepting that you are a sinner. I forget which saint said this. You're mistaken if you think the souls in heaven are there because they're worthy. Heaven is not for the deserving. Heaven is Mm. for the forgiven. Uh, Yeah, I mean, like I went to confession and I felt better for a few weeks and then it was just like the same kind of guilt just poured over me. And I know a lot of Christians that don't go to confession, but they're like, if you just pray it out, the guilt will leave you. But I don't know. It's like maybe being raised in the Catholic church. I just have this intrinsic guilt. Do you feel Mm. like that? No. Well, my, uh, like my mom was Catholic and I was baptized Catholic, but I, my, yeah, going, I went to church when I was really young. So in terms of uh, Catholic tradition instilled on me, minimal. It's, it's hardly even in my memory at all. Yeah. What about guilt? Do you feel bad about things? No. Uh, I really don't struggle with guilt issues at all. If it, um, that is to say, unless I've genuinely done something wrong. Like if I have actually harmed another person accidentally, or even maybe I did it on purpose, if I had some weird moment of, I don't know, a lust for vengeance or something, if I've actually harmed a person, then it will eat away at me until I make it right. But yeah. if it's just like, but if I you didn't make it right, does the guilt go away? Yeah, absolutely. But, but I, I guess what I'm saying for me is it has to be abundantly clear that I directly harmed someone. It's not like, Oh, did I stop that person from doing this? Or did I, should I have intervened in this way? Or it, that sort of guilt doesn't bother me at all. It's like, yeah, I door dinged that guy's car. <laughs> you know, like I damaged, I damaged his property. It's gotta be something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shonda Thornton, I'm from Washington. Do you guys think that if they put up Sanders that we would trend red? Sticks mm. as predicted as possible. I mean, Seattle is not uh, a huge city. I think in Seattle proper, there are 750,000 people, but it's kind of sprawling. Hmm. So I don't know what the population density is in the remainder of the state. I mean, it's clearly like there are vast areas that are relatively unpopulated, but I bet, I mean, that I think it's possible. Those people are, are pretty conservative. I don't know a lot about Washington politics, but the thing to remember for the Democrats too, is like, 
yes, Trump won by a razor thin margin in several states and those states are still vulnerable, but don't assume that a lot of Hillary states aren't also vulnerable if you go too far in the opposite direction. Like for example, Minnesota was pretty close in 2016, surprisingly. You go too far with one of these fringe leftists, it's possible to see a state like that flip. I mean, who knows? Let's say they put up, I wouldn't be surprised if you have Trump against, I don't know, Sanders or, or some, some avowed socialist like that. If you wouldn't see some really interesting flips on the electoral map, something like that might really mix it up. People in the live chat are saying 80% red in Eastern Washington. Oh yeah, but that's that's kind of true of um of like any state generally. You have a, a blue urban center and and red everywhere else, you know? Um Kevin Flanagan just sent something that concerns me. <laughs> no I, I got it actually in front of me right now. You should read that last one that he sent. I'm not gonna read it, but that is troubling. Uh he's talking about uh he's talking about <laughs> well Someone has contributed to the dissolution of the nuclear family, the degradation of gender norms, immigration, media degeneracy, unethical crony capitalism. Oh, no. Oh, there's another one? I don't know what to do about this. Oh, sorry. Here we go. Uh, Well, there's there's another one from JCKDDSN. Trump is in trouble. Can I read this one first? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, Trump is in trouble. Trump is in trouble for 2020. The cracks in the economy are already showing, especially if gun restrictions come out to play, he'll lose the moderates. Well, um, yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens with the economy. If we see a a downturn, he's in trouble there. And if he goes, if he goes in this weird gun grabber mode, yeah, he's going to lose me for sure. Line in the sand on, um, on bill of rights issues, dude, don't diminish the bill of rights. I gave you a mulligan on the bump stock ban, which was, constitutionally dubious not just for the gun issue but for the due process and the property rights issues if he starts diminishing the second like sorry dude i'll I'll vote democrat if i want the constitution to be shredded but uh all right uh, i'm just gonna read in my mind what kevin said (laughs) kevin come on dude you know we can't read that one that one like will legitimately uh, the, the, the feds will be at my door before I end the stream. They already are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, imagine if something happened and we had this, this, uh, chat and we didn't do anything about it. We would be totally. Well, that's the thing, Kevin is I, I have protection from swatting. Nobody can falsely call the cops to have them come raid my house. But like if I participate in borderline terroristic threats, uh, yeah, they'll be here very quickly he did say it was a joke and another i still can't read it though Kevin. no i know but that's the thing is the kid who, the kid who just got raided said it was a joke too you know yeah. uh but he did say it was a joke bronze so you know bronze yeah oh my gosh 506 a.m thank you Sunday. kevin yeah i think we're all good uh let me double check on uh, streamlabs real quick looks like we're set there and uh i'll thank our d live people and we'll get out of here. Uh, Nyan, Steven, and C. Kyle. Thanks for supporting the show, guys. Uh, well, have a fun vacation. I will. And um, as I mentioned, no Wednesday stream next week. We'll be back with the call-in show on the 28th as usual. And Lauren Chen is going to join me on Sunday. It will be the polite agreement hour. And I've got um, Matt Palumbo for a brief interview as well to talk about his new book, De- Debunking All the Top Leftist Lies. It's a pretty good one. He sent me a copy of it. 
So oh, enjoy enjoy your trip, and we'll see you back on what, what day is that? Sunday the uh, the 20, 25th, You'll be back. I will be back. See you then. Have a good night. Okay.